Hi, welcome to the Nerdy North. I'm Kayla. I'm Felicia. And we have a special guest today. Are you going to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Tony. Uh, and so we have Tony here because uh, she has been one of my good friends for 15 or 16 years. It's been about that long. I'm 30. We met when I was 15. Yeah. It's been so long. It's been 15 years. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Um, and Tony has been one of the biggest supporters of the yes. podcast, which we love. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm a huge nerd. It's lots of fun. Uh, but we invited Tony in today because... We are going to talk about every 90, 90s girl's... Fuck me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm riding the struggle bus today. Just going to throw that out there immediately. Uh, but we are going to be talking about the obsession that every young girl born in the 90s had. Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that he did that in a three-part harmony. You're welcome. Yeah. Like that. I'm interested. I'm interested. It felt right. But yeah, like, I, we clearly talked about Sailor Moon, either in comments or on the podcast, and now we can, like, dedicate a whole episode to it, because I think the three of us have a wide range of feelings, especially being adults now. Yeah. Rewatching episodes and seasons, and it's just like... Some episodes, like, is this a fever dream? Like, there's yes. a lot of... Or why do I feel this angry about this one particular yeah. episode or a story arc? <laughs> yeah. Well, and Tony, you've read a lot of the manga During the wow. first first lockdown, I always wanted to read them. And I was like, I'm going to take this opportunity. I got nothing but time. Yeah. So I read a whole bunch of them. Not all of them. Lots of fun. Yeah. Well, and I think that's... One of the best and weirdest parts about doing anything that is a Japanese-based media, because coming from Canada, like being mm -hmm. a Western civilization, absorbing culture, like pop culture from Japan, Japan, it's wild. Like some of the things yeah. where to us, it's like, yeah, this feels like a fucking fever dream. <laughs> but then you go through and you're like, oh no, like this is just like a thing. In, yeah. in Japanese this media. Like, everyday just, life. This is how they roll, I guess. And it's... I'm always caught off guard by the things that I consider super weird that are just chilling and normal day-to-day -day shit. Well, especially now, like, they have all of the seasons on Crave, but they have it more of the authentic Japanese storyline with the English dub. So for me, I'm just like, what's happening? Like, when I grew up, this character was female, but now they're male, but yep. with still, like, a slightly, like, more feminine tone to the voice. Yeah. Yep. And just, yeah, just some of those, like, story arcs. Uh, I How think they fit it together, and it's just like, like, where's the relevance yeah. to, like, the rest of the story? Because when, when they were filming it, when they were making it, mm -hmm. they had to wait for the manga. That's why there's so much fucking filler. They were making the show the as they were time. writing the stories. So they had to wait. And I'm, as I'm doing my rewatch, and I'm just like, why? Because <laughs> they didn't know what was going to happen yet. Like, 
And it always amazes me that there's like 20 plus episodes. Like I think season one. It's like 44 episodes. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) It was like insane to me because I don't remember like a lot of the a lot of the episodes well a lot of them weren't aired in canada like yeah. some of them they were just like that's it's mm-hmm. too much we cannot make this relevant mm-hmm. we don't want this content we don't need it it's not relevant to where we're going with our dubbed story yeah but then when you watch you're like well this makes the story make make so much more sense yeah it's like oh i'm i am following now okay good like, I always, like, I remember thinking, okay, you get you get sort of, like, an episode of, of Jupiter's backstory, you get some of Ray's and Mercury, but then you never get, like, Mina's. No, she Venus. just she disappears, and then there's, <coughs> there's an episode where they talk about how, why she left London, because she was in London, yeah. she was working with this guy and her friend, and it was, like, there was a whole big heartbreak story that they brought, it was, like, 15 minutes in an episode where they yeah. were talking about how she came over because um, her sister, it was like in the pure heart arc where they yeah. were getting them yeah. taken. And she was, it was, it was a whole thing. And I was just like, like 15 minutes and she's the strongest scout. She's, she's technically supposed to be the leader of these scouts. Right. Because Sailor Moon didn't exist right yeah. way back when. So like she was in charge. She's Sailor not B. the most experienced. She's been doing this for, Two, three years longer than everybody Everybody else. else. Yeah. She's got a video game named after her. Yeah. Like, everyone knows she was huge. Yeah. So I was just, like, actually seeing that episode. I'm like, well, okay, some of this makes sense, but then, like, I kind of want more. (laughs) Yeah. Of, like, everyone, not just, not just Mina, but just, yeah. Yeah, definitely felt like because it was being produced congruently with the release of the manga, which is very, very typical of anime translations. Mm -hmm. Like when they're like making animes, they will make them kind of like once a manga comes out and starts to get popular, they'll start making it and turning it into an anime. And it's very typical that they won't have the manga fully completed when they start doing anime. So that's why you'll find changes in the story is because um, inconsistencies and because you, we don't have the whole story yet. Yeah. Which I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought like the manga was first and then the anime. No. And it's very typical that, um, when right. they start doing anime, yeah, like when they start producing the show <laughs> that you'll have a few volumes out and it's popular enough that they've decided yeah. to make the anime, but like they won't have all of the man, uh, the manga out. No, right. Well, how did you enjoy reading the manga, though? Like, I really liked it. It was different just because you have to read it backwards. Like, you oh, don't right. start at the front. Like, the way we read a book, you, you read it and you read it till the end. You have to read it from the back. Oh. And it's all in black and white. There's no color. Yep. So, like, it, it was odd. I did really enjoy it because they do touch on things that, like, I had no idea was a thing. Really? And then, and then I was reading the manga and then... Um, I was watching Crystal because it's really closely adapted from the manga. It follows it a lot more closely than the anime. And like, there's a whole bunch of things that I didn't know was a thing because I grew up watching the North American version. Right. And it's just, it is wildly different to look at the original concept. Yeah. The source source material. material. 
which I think that was why I was kind of resistant to Crystal for a long time. Like, I still haven't watched it. So I'm just so, like, but I love the 90s version so much. Yeah. There well, is I'll a, give it a chance for sure, but. A very strong sense of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yes. To the original dub of Sailor Moon, where it's like, but this is, this is my baby. Yeah. Yes. Where you watch the North American, the Deke dub, where they have their, their yeah. names. And yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's so different. Like, I, I do miss the, the theme song for the, yeah. the Crave version. Cause it, like I said, it is more closely based on the Japanese. Ver- yeah. So they lines. don't, yeah. They don't have the theme song that we grew up no. with where like, pretty sure we could all break oh, out yeah, right like, now. Oh, do you want me to sing it? Like, I want <laughs> yeah. it. Don't worry. Yeah. And it, that was such an iconic theme song. It was the best. Like, and we've had this discussion before where theme music in the 90s for shows and for movies, they slapped for no reason yeah. other than just like, hey, why don't we make this song way better than it needs to fucking be? For a child's show. like Yeah. Even now, I refuse to skip theme songs for yeah. certain shows. It's yeah. like, I can't, I can't. No, you watch, have to play it. Watch the whole thing. It's part of the experience. You have to. Yeah. So what, what are the sort of like the biggest changes from the manga and the, that you read versus the nineties? A lot anime? of it is, it's like, like backstory. So like the, and I see why they didn't because it's quite sensitive for younger viewers. So like in oh. the, in the manga, in the beginning, um, she's having dreams already. She, she's oh, already yeah. having dreams about this past life and she's in a dress and she's following someone running through the, the mist or whatever. Um, and he is already looking for this, for, for the crystal. He's robbing s- jewelry stores. Oh, really? And he knows almost immediately who she is. Almost, oh. it's, it's like within an episode or two or within like one a, or two chapters, chapters or these like, books. Oh. Like he, he knows right away they meet each other. Um, and it gives you more backstory into like when they were on the moon and the moon was in their big fight and it was destroyed. Like I get why they didn't add this, but mm-hmm. in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, when he gets attacked and dies, she kills herself. She oh. drives that sword through her breastbone and that's how she dies. Oh, it's not just an explosion. No. And that's, you know, like in, in the anime, it's, it's this whole series where like, they get hit by this power and they get flung in separate directions and that's how they die. But it's like, no, like, I don't feel like you're doing their epic love enough mm-hmm. justice where like, she cannot live without him. She no. refused to do so. And that's how like her mom sent her back and all of this stuff. Like, I feel like they really did a little bit of a disservice to just right. gloss over that, that depth of commitment. And that, it- Kind of feels like we copped out of the emotional core. Yes. And I was, as as I was doing my rewatch, and part of why I started watching Crystal afterwards was I was doing my re- my, my rewatch, and I was just like, I, I'm not seeing this. Like, this is supposed to be an epic love where they're drawn together, but they fight like cats and dogs. Yeah. yeah. And, and even when they find out that who they are to each other, he's still super fucking rude to her. He... Tells her, you know, like, we can't date until your grades go up. Like, basically telling you that who you are now isn't isn't good enough. enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a really hard time with that. So I started watching the manga, or I started 
watching Crystal. Yeah. And it's so different where it's like, yes, she has character flaws, but they're part of who she is. And they all love her anyways. So it's like, instead of when she's late, it's like, oh, you're late. How terrible. You must have been lazy. You got detention or whatever. It's very like, oh yeah, she's late. Sounds like her. She's a scatterbrain. It it is what it is. We we love her anyways because she's so good hearted. But also, too, it, it, hearing that she was having dreams in the beginning anyways, rather than she's just thrown into the deep end and told to swim. Yeah. Like, A, she's 14. Right? I don't think I would have been emotionally prepared no. to have and this, they never like, touch responsibility. <laughs> like, they must all have so much PTSD that it's just oh, never talked about. Yeah. And my problem with, like, when you start watching the anime and, you know, like, she get thrown into the deep end is, like, Luna's fucking useless. I, I, she just, she's useless. Fight, fight. I'm 14. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And you're expecting me to know how to do this? And I get that, like, as it goes on and as the girls are discovered and they all instinctively know how to use their powers, so they're harder on her because she doesn't know. Yeah, right. Like, I, I get how that happened and the mentality of it where, like, they're instinctual fighters. It's, you know, like, reincarnation memory that they have and she doesn't. But it's, like, you never see them lift her up and say, like, this obviously is not your wheelhouse. Let's do this. Let's like, have, how do we... I'm going to help you. I'm going to train you. Let's let's have scenes of them sparring, fighting, and working on power. Like, you don't training see... montage. Right? Well, and every good thing <laughs> deserves a training montage, realistically. But also kind of thinking about the two, like you said, the four of them are all warriors, where Sailor Moon, she's, she's the princess. princess. She was raised to, you know, be pretty and diplomatic and yeah. soft-spoken and graceful. And, and I mean, I do really like that in the reincarnation, they basically made her, like, the exact opposite. And I feel like that's, like, a magical protection thing that they set up. Yeah. Because okay. if you're looking for a magical princess, you're not going to look at this 14-year-old, right. you know, lazy crybaby ditz that you know, is carefree and just wants to play video games and eat food, which, right. you know, soulmate. But, like, <laughs> you, you, I just, I had a hard time with how mean yeah. they are to her. And they're so rude. And then, like, the second she's got to save the world, it's all, we believe in you. You can do it. And I'm just, like, where was there's, it? There's, like, 43 ago. episodes that is, like, you telling her that she's awful and she needs to be smarter and she needs to be more graceful and she needs to work harder and all this stuff. Yeah. But there's not enough episodes of them showing her how or helping yeah. her out and like watching it as a kid like that kind of like it goes over your head yeah you because know there's so much humor like they make it funny it's a funny show they make it silly but watching it again as an adult and I'm just like I wouldn't want to be friends with them no I would never let myself be treated by my friends the way that the scouts treat mm-hmm. Usagi like that is no unacceptable and I no. think sort of, I didn't mind the dynamics sometimes between Ray and Usagi because friendly but, rivalry. Yeah. They, you know, to a point. To a absolutely. Point. But there's, you know, friends and they tease each other and they have, you know, fun at each other's expense. And like, that's, that's fine. That's like in the nowadays when, you know, you meet your friend and lots of girls are calling their good friends bitches and stuff like that. Like, this <laughs> is what it is. Like, as long as you're on the same page with that, yeah. that's fine. But it gets to the point where, like, they're just... Being mean for the sake of being mean. mean. Yeah, it's always you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not up early enough, you're not doing your homework. Like, It's not even tough love. No, it's it's just we're going to rag on you until you're so beaten down 
that you have to change or we're done. We're done. And, and it never, you never really see it happen. And I think that's part of what I didn't like was that you don't see enough of her growth. Yeah. Personally. Like there's so much stuff. There's so much experiences that they all have together, but you don't see those relationships evolve. You don't see them seeing like, yeah, she's clumsy. Yeah. She doesn't really care about school that much, but when we need her, she's there. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You don't see a lot of that growth and especially like personally for Usagi and, and you know, like through the season, she goes from 14 to 16, 17. Yeah. And she stays the exact same person. Like, there's, there's no real growth. I think that's, like, I kind of, like, in the maybe early stages of season three, and I stopped because that was a thing where it's, like, around that time, Tuxedo Mask breaks up with her, and she's completely devastated, which, relatable. I yeah, get that. Absolutely. But then it's just, like, there's no, like, I need to be stronger for myself. Yes. And, and her friends just hurt, tell her to get over it. Like, this is supposed to be an epic love. You've been reincarnated yeah. together to be together. And they're just like, well, get over it. We it's have bigger like, things to worry about. And it's just like, I don't think you understand, like, the depth of hurtfulness that mm-hmm. is. Like, that scene where she's crying in that phone booth. Oh, like, God. I think, oh, tears. Fuck. Tears. I Every cried, time. I, I cried for so long. I still can't watch that episode without being, like, this it's is, like this is where you get the heart clench and you're yeah. like, oh yes. no. And that's the other thing is like, that doesn't happen in the mix. That doesn't oh. happen in Crystal. Like that's not a thing. Really? That was something that they made up as part of a filler storyline. Okay. To, you know, like you're kind of stuck on what to do and like, how can we flesh this out and how can we make this mm. continue? So it's like, well, let's make them break up. And then they're still going to have to interact with each other because they're still fighting evil. And, like, let's make this super dramatic and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like you had two and a half seasons of them trying to fight to find each other and figure out who they are. And then it's just like, we're done. Yeah, like, I'm having scary dreams, so we can't be together. Like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Which, I Tuxedo mean, Mask is kind of a bitch. He's, he's useless. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> the amount of times that he gets brainwashed and kidnapped, yeah. and, like, he has no real power. What, you throw a rose at shit? Like, I'm sorry. The funniest meme ever for Sailor Moon will always be, like, my work here is done, and she's like, you didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like I had that, but thanks. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, great distraction. Yeah. And that's, like, like, the whole basis of his character is that he swoops in to save the day, and I'm just like... But does he, though? But does he? Like, sure, every once in a while she trips and is clumsy and she's about to get hit and he swoops down to pick her up. But that, like, anybody could fucking do that. That's, yeah. that's, that's not that's not enough for your character to be a valid superhero. Yeah. To me. Like, I just, no. like, like, why? Like, you're so just... And it always felt like... Darian, I'll use his, like, English name. It always felt like he was choosing other people over oh, her. Yeah. Like, especially season two when Mini Moon, um... I have so many feelings about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, do you want to save this for after, then? No, no, no. no. Like, <laughs> we're talking about it now, so let's let's keep going. So my thing, like, rewatching that, it always felt like he was choosing her over Serena. Oh. And I was just, like... And, and they make it very... Creepy. Yes. yes. You know, they make it seem like, oh, 
Serena is jealous of Minnie Moon because she she's thinks, getting all of this attention and all this crap, which is like okay, a little bit. She's valid, gonna sure. yeah, she's, so she's gonna steal Darian. Um, she's uh, like six, and she's their fucking child. Yeah. Which and I mean, when they don't know that, and I'm all for like she's this tiny child. She's obviously away from her parents. All of the yeah, sympathy, yeah. all of the caring. Sure, absolutely, uh-huh. be there for her. But they never talk about how like when she first appears. And Serena and Darian are having, like, their kiss by, I think it's a dock or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like it's... And they're kissing, and she falls down, and she lands on her head. She takes over that kiss. Yeah. Like... Yeah. And, and then, it's like, that's weird. It's super weird. And then, so... And they never talk about that. No. They never talk about that. It's never addressed. And then all of the drama happens, and she's Black Lady, and that's its own thing. Yeah. But my problem is, like, when she comes back around the second time, they know she's their daughter. She yeah. takes over that kiss again when she comes the second time. Oh, great. Never discussed. And and the whole time, she's so possessive of Darian. She's, it's mine, my this, my that. And I'm just like, am I the only one that realizes how fucking creepy that no. is? No. She knows. No. Like, you all know that that's your daughter, that's your dad. And she acts more like your girlfriend than you do to your actual girlfriend. Yeah. You like, treat her. You treat her so much better than you do your actual girlfriend. And I'm just like, I don't, I have so many feelings about this so many and it's it's just it's never brought up it's never discussed they don't talk about it no nope. and i'm just like like it's super inappropriate i'm sorry but it's like and and for usagi to react the way that she does it's like what what are you why doing? are you jealous that's your kid like like you should, yeah. should be and happy that they're spending time together. together but and i feel like that's like their competition mm-hmm. between you know Sailor Moon and 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 Mini Moon or Arini or whatever you want to call her, because you can tell that like in the future you know Serena's this graceful queen and she's definitely come into her own and you can mm-hmm. tell that there's some jealousy from Rini because chick's like nine hundred years old and she still looks like she's six yeah so like like I, I I get where that competition is coming from especially when she's suddenly in a time when her mom hasn't developed that way yet. Yeah. So she's like, I'm ahead of you in some of these things. But at the same time, it's just like, that's still your fucking mom, dude. Like, yeah, you're, you're still, you're taking over your, your, her, her dates with your dad. And just like, at what point do you realize that like, you do that enough and you're not born. Yeah. Like you totally put your own existence in jeopardy because yeah. you're jealous of your mom, which is its own okay. thing. There's like a whole like psychological. It's, it's a whole thing that I, I just, I. I have feelings. I don't know if they threw it in as trying to be funny. Because I, I remember being younger and not kind of picking up on it. It was just like, well, that's weird. Like, I mean, shouldn't you know that's your mom and dad just yeah. by looking at them? It, they didn't change that much. Like, No, they still have the same hairdo. Yeah. It, it, you know, like, it's not like her dad in the future has a huge full of mustache and, like, dyed his hair purple. Like, it's just, that's obviously still the same fucking dude. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know? And I, like, I see some of her confusion with Sailor Moon because by the time Rini's born, Sailor Moon's not a thing anymore because she's the queen. She doesn't yeah. fight. She doesn't do all that. So, so like, like, I get how she doesn't recognize her to a degree. Yeah. It's like, that still is the it's, same it's face super, as your mom. Same fucking hairstyle. But I, I think that goes into, like, part of the manga is, like, they call that a glamour where it's, like, it's, a, it's an automatic oh. magic thing where you forget that you know them as you look at them. Oh, like, okay. it's, a, it's a whole internal thing that, like, when you do your activation, it's just, like, you look uh, right at your mom, and your moms are like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Because it's, 
it's a magic thing, which I never really understood, but it's, it's was, a thing. That was never explained at all. No. In, in I think the, the, the dynamics of how the magic works right. were not really explained excellently because it's a little confusing. And I mean, that is just like a component of shonen, like magic girl yeah. Yeah. media. Which is an excellent genre. I love magical oral stories. They're fantastic it. and cheesy and wonderful and great. But it is it becomes a catch-all to be like, oh, how do I fix my plot holes? Fucking magic, magic that I am not going to explain. Yeah. Mic drop and I'm out. Yeah, I'm going to drop this magic bomb here. I don't really care if you understand what's going on. It is what it is. I have inserted Cobos. this. Yeah, just... <laughs> no, it's the weirdest. We even, like... I, I recently just watched the new He-Man that came out and the difference between He-Man and, and Prince Adam is just muscles. <laughs> <laughs> muscles and less clothing and that's it. It's like, like, okay, cool. So I guess that's that cop-out thing. It's like, it's magic. He transformed. Yeah. Which, by the way, he did a total Sailor Moon transformation. I love it. It's so good. Beautiful. I love it. I think so, more things need like a magical transformation. Especially to go for like to have like sort sort of like the ultimate male figure. I would love to see like Superman. Like instead of just that stupid <laughs> like glasses take the glasses off. off. Like, I want to see him do a full on Sailor Moon transformation oh, into that fucking cape and leotard. Like that's please. I would love that. Please make that a thing. Oh. If anybody that we know or that's listening could animate that for yes. us. Please. Oh, that would be in fucking incredible and I would die. And I think you need to do the not just Superman, but do like remake the whole transformation scene when you have Sailor Moon and all the scouts transferring. Yes. But have it be the Justice League. Yes. Yes. But exclusively the men in the Justice yeah. League. Yes. Oh, and like Wonder Woman just shows up, she's tuxedo mask in this <laughs> moment. <laughs> Throws her sword down. I would love that. Have you seen because someone redid the animation for like Iron Man? Like she, they did this the oh. Sailor Moon transformation, but it's Iron Man. Oh, that's fantastic! It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. But yeah, I would, I would love that. I think more superheroes need like magical transformations. Yes, because yes, that's just that's the just... whole point of it is that it's supposed to be fun. Media is supposed to be fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, people take things so fucking seriously, and yes. I just am not interested. And that's probably why when we were younger and watching. That's what we were doing. We we're being entertained. Yes. Rather we weren't than... necessarily thinking into the deepness of, <laughs> yeah. you know, Tuxedo Mask and the Rainy thing yeah. or, you know, Amara and Michelle are, aren't cousins. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that gave me so many feelings as a kid. I was so, so confused. Cute. I was like, they're really, cl- they're really close. And it they're was gazing very deeply into each other's eyes. Like, well, and so when it was just like, it was weird because I was like, oh, that's it feels romantic and so yeah. it was like am i wrong am i the one who's having the issue with this yes shame on you shame, for- like shame on you for making me think that i was having like a weird romantic feeling about an incestuous couple like, yes yeah that was not that was, that was not on me no, that was no, on no. y'all right and, I, and i'm all for like i get that the political climate of the time was not ready for a lesbian couple in a kid's show like i get it but at the same time, if you're going to make a change like that, you have to change the animation. You have to. Yeah. Because there's a whole generation of kids out there that's like, oh, they're cousins. That's fine. That's just like, no. 
no, no, that's, that's not okay. Like they are very, very. Or much just make too them close. friends, right? Just make them friends yeah. because then you're not confused as a child. Yeah, and it's like you could make them friends and have it be like a subtext that they are a, a yes. couple. Yeah, but there's like there's roses and they're deep in each other's yeah. eyes, and it's just like. Just, and they're holding holding each other a certain way at certain points. Yeah. You're like, I don't touch my cousin that way. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. no thanks. No, it was, it's weird. Choices. Weird American choices. Yeah. <laughs> I love how we started this talking about, like, oh, like, there's so many weird things in Japanese media. And then we have circled it <laughs> down to <laughs> the weird things that we, as North Americans, have done to media, where it's like, are you so afraid of lesbians that you decided incest was better? Right? Yeah. Like, Where it was just, just like, I don't love that. No, and I think it speaks no. volumes for the Japanese audience to have those characters. And it's not like, you're not batting an eye at it. No, it's super normal. And especially like for, for Japanese shows that are aimed at women, like having a gay couple in there, like that's super common. Right. Super oh, common for, for, for women in that time. Like, just absolutely. Well, and I think, too, like, think of just, like, how popular um, Yaoi and Yuri are yeah. in terms of, like, coupling options. Yeah. And it's just, like, do a... How do I want to word this? I will have to rethink about how I'm going to word this because we are about to run out of time. So yeah. I will gather my thoughts when we come back. And we can talk about the coupling. couplings and how that breaks down in Sailor Moon and just in Japanese media yeah, in general, general. Japanese culture. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we will be right back. So we took a break and I forgot what I was going to say. So we are just going to slide right past the end of the last segment <laughs> and talk about the relationships mm -hmm. in Salem. Okay. Where are we going to start? Um, so, well, we might as well start with Usagi and Tuxedo Mask. Okay. Because it's really frustrating knowing how deep and well-written the love story is in the manga, to then get the American dub version of Tuxedo Mask, where he is just a douche. Yes. And that's not even including, like, the age difference that they produced, which yeah. I don't get here. You you want to turn um, Zoisite into a lady, and these two girls have to be cousins instead of lesbians, but, like, he's 18. They'd make him 18. He's, oh, he's right. 16, almost 17 in the manga. In yeah. The crystal. I remember always thinking he was so much older. But, right? But he, she's in her last year of middle school. She's 14. He's in his first year of college. And that's just collectively fine? Well, and so a part of that is that is a very common um, situation in Japanese culture, culture and in anime specifically. Right. Like, there's, like, the whole... Thing with students very regularly um, ending up with teachers. Yes. Mm. Which I don't have a problem with culturally. My problem was always that, like, 
even in the 90s anime, the Japanese version, he, he's got a school card with his year. He's a second year high school student on that card. Uh, yeah. So no, the North American dub aged him up. Not the Japanese one. I was totally fine with that because he's yeah. second year high school student. He's yeah. two years older than her. Maybe three, which is, I mean, not the greatest, but it's whatever. It's, yeah. It, it is whatever. But they make him a first year college student. And I'm also like, my problem too is that like when they aged him up, it would have been one thing if like, yeah, he's 18 to her 14, but they're reincarnated soulmates. So, I mean, get over it. My problem is that he dates Ray before they find out. Yeah. So that is now a pattern. Right. And that's where I'm like, I just, yeah. It's like, oh, I feel super icky I now. Just, it just gives mm -hmm. me, it just gives me that feeling where it's just like, there's just, like, that doesn't. Romanticizing it, right? Yeah. No. And it's like, maybe don't make girls think that, oh. 14 and 18 is fine. It, I should be lucky to have a college student yeah. want to date me when I'm 14. Gross. No, yeah. no. Throw the whole man out. Yeah. That is a field of fucking red flags. Yeah. In the hindsight, I was like, is this why I don't know what red, flag red flags are? Because it's like, I was totally fine with it when I was younger. Well, like, <laughs> it, it, it was like... 100%. <laughs> because like the media that we consumed as kids, it definitely like colors how you see things because it's a lot of time it's your first foray and your first steps into seeing relationship, like, dynamics. relationship dynamics yeah. for sure. And we start to like romanticize things that are terrible so that when we, they come up in our own lives, yeah, it's, it's like, Oh, like that's kind of like this. And it's, it's romantic. And it's, yeah. like, it's not romantic. That dude's a pedophile. And not just that, not just the age gap either, but just the way he ended up treating her. Yes. It was just like, oh, they're going to be together. They're soulmates. It's like, no, you should have just so like mean. found someone else. Yeah. It's like, okay. So the universe says we're soulmates. However, your attitude tells me, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Because... Regardless of whether we are fated to be together, if you treat me that way, not happening. I'm out. No, the universe can suck my dick. Yes, <laughs> and I think that's part of like in the in the later series when, uh, like he's gone off to Harvard and she meets that starlight dude and they yeah. have like a almost romancy thing going on and it's just like, and her friends are they're so mean to her about it and they're like no like that's not your true love and I'm just like my whole problem with that is like sure you've been reincarnated you're supposed to be true love. But at the same time, you have both been raised in completely different ways mm -hmm. as your past life. You are no longer the exact same person. And if you decide, this isn't what I want with my life, that's valid. Like, yeah. she goes on to be a queen because that's what she's been told for the past, you know, six, seven years of her life that, like, this is just what it is. You're going to turn 22 or whatever the age is and you're going to be queen of the world. Yeah. And so now everything you do has to be for that end game. Instead of saying, what do you want to do with your life? Do, yeah. do you want this? Is this still a valid part of your life today in a modern era? Like, do you care? Do you want this? Do you still love him, like, as completely different people when he's treated you like crap? Yeah. I think one story that I thought did really good with that was Thor in Marvel. I think the fact that he went through his depression in Endgame... And try to figure out who he is. 
and it's his mom, him having to go back to the past and see his mom, and she's like, who said he had to be king? Yeah. You know, like, who said, like, why are you putting all this pressure on yourself? Instant validation. And he was just like, and you can see that light bulb, and especially like him calling his hammer back. He's like, I'm so worthy. And I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Major feels. Major feels. And like, I, I want that for Usagi. I want that to be like, well, why does this person have to be endgame? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he hasn't done anything to really show me that he's loved me. Like, every time they they have an intimate moment of, like, cuddling or kissing, he's always looking around to make sure no one's watching. Yeah. And I'm like, but why? Like, yeah. Maybe if it was kind of like, I'm not big into PDA, completely validating. Yeah. But if it's just, like, you're embarrassed to be seen with Serena yeah. or Usagi, it's like, yeah, like, off. you can either want to be with me as I am, yeah, or not. And Don't I think like that yeah. dynamic is it is it was super damaging. I would have loved to have seen like a conversation or two about it, like when they find out who they are, and he's no longer brainwashed, and she's not dead anymore, and they finally have figured out like I remember who I am, you remember who you are. Yeah, do we still want this? Yeah. Like, I would have loved to have seen that. Like, I'm I'm honestly kind of hoping that someone someday, like, goes through and, like, redoes some of that. Because yeah. I would have loved to have seen that as a more functional relationship. As oh, more absolutely. Com- and I know what they did because it's an anime and it's a kid's thing and, like, that's just too serious. But, like, I would love to see Sailor Moon redone aimed at adults. Oh, yeah, that yeah. would be so good. I think that would just be fantastic. I think they could do so much more than they were able to when it's just a show for kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Point in fact that they had to take out the suicide scene from the 90s anime is like to go into the nitty gritty and the darkness of it and to flesh out more like when when she gets kidnapped and that guy uses his eye and he kisses her and shit like that. Oh, like, yeah. The, that's horrifying. That's a huge thing. And it was glossed over very mm-hmm. immediately because you didn't want to take a kid's show, which I think they're more willing to do now yes. in kids' television, which I like. Yes. Well, I always found it super funny that in television shows, there was like this moratorium on being like, it had to be light, it had to be fun, you couldn't have anything dark or you couldn't have anything that would be hard. Mm-hmm. Well, at the same time, every movie that was out for kids was a nightmare train. <laughs> yes. So it was like, so if it was on TV, had to be fluffy and lovely and stars, stars and rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. Um, but we can watch a man be hung in Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally a-okay. You know, or like, like you're saying, like watching The Great Mouse Detective last night, like, Having that horrific opening oh scene, and yeah. she's crying oh, at the window for her dad, and then it's just like, "Well, Disney presents with yeah. like this upbeat music," and it's just like, "Like, this does not match the tone with who you yeah. just showed and me." It's, it's, it's like we are not, we are not keeping this energy, guys. No, like we gotta, yeah, super dark. But sometimes you, you need to have that sort of darkness to be like there is a light at the end of the tunnel, yes. or it's like like. Hey, it's okay if we just stay friends. Maybe that's better. Yeah. Especially like, because, like, Sailor Moon wise, like, especially when it's like, you're 14. Yeah. You don't know traumatic experiences. Like, and I think I, I pretty much stopped my rewrite actually after my rewatch, after 
that episode where he uses his eye and kisses her because she gets rescued and they meet up with the rest of the group and immediately Ray is on her butt. Like, just, why didn't you do this? Well, you, you're late. You did that instead of, like, that must have been a really traumatic experience for you. Like, are you yeah. okay? It's like, like, there's, it's just like, okay, now let's get down to business. Let's forget that this whole thing happened. Let's forget that you're traumatized. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, and, and the creepiness of the fact that she woke up in separate clothing. He yeah. changed her clothes. And it's just like, I would love to see that aimed at, at adults or even for kids with like a dose of realism. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be dark. It doesn't have to go into the nitty gritty, but like realistically what that entails. Yeah. And I think there was a lot, there was a lot of moments that when you actually go back and think about it, you're like, Oh, like that is horrendous. Yeah. The whole, the whole beginning of the show and like why they reincarnated her is because their entire race and everybody that was like part of the solar system thing, like they like their, their entire race of beings was annihilated. And it's like, well, that's heavy. Like maybe we should discuss that and why. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, once they learned who they were, think about how much you had, like how heavy that would be on you to be like, Oh, every single person that I know that I knew is gone. Planets, people, civilizations, like the whole thing is kapoof gone. And the only tie that you have to this memories that you've unlocked are these few people that you are finding in the universe. And then you guys treat each other shitty. Yeah. Like, I don't get that. No, no. And it's, it's just the whole, the whole thing about it. The more that I watched, the more I was just like, this isn't fun. I had a hard time with it. It's still, it's, there's still some humor in it. It's still funny. They still insert jokes. It's not like I don't still love it every bit as I did, but watching it as an adult was a real eye opener to things that like completely (coughs) went over my head as a kid. Oh, absolutely. Well, especially when there's such great shows that you can compare it to now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Avatar The Last Airbender did a gorgeous job with that scenario of, like, Aang realizing he is the only airbender left. Yeah, everyone and that ha- he yeah. knew is dead. And finding that, and finding his home of the people that he loved, and having that mourning stage, and then trying to not get over it, but move past. To, like, to continue forward, yeah. to move forward yeah. while processing yeah. that. Having this grief. And it's still being thrown in his face throughout the whole three seasons of, like, you're the last one. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know. I'm coping. And then yeah. like, one day I'll be able to rebuild yeah. somehow. Yeah. Like, could you please just stop bringing it up so that I can work it on myself? Like, just. So it's like, yeah, you want that for Salem. And you want that to be like, oh, like, having that realization and having that episode of just, like, what oh, was this? Yeah. Right? Like. And well, again. And I'd like to see them touch on, like, because a lot of the fact that a lot of the reason that this evil was able to destroy the civilization was because um, the the barrel girl was super jealous and she wanted to be his wife and she got seduced by Metalia um, and the dark power and all that stuff. But the whole basis, because their civilizations, like the Earth and the Moon and the Silver Alliance or whatever it was called, like, they weren't necessarily enemies, but they weren't friendly. Right. So all of a sudden, like this girl from the moon and our crown prince are in love and 
like this is odd like there was there was a lot of political climate that like they never really talk about but like the whole reason that this happened was because they fell in love uh, yeah like and, and like that's that's heavy like to know yeah. not but, as, okay like this this happened because i fell in love with you because you fell in love with me and we wanted to be with each other no matter what and now everyone we ever knew was dead yeah and like, we have had to come be reincarnated to attempt to be together yeah and i don't know if i like i so this is weird i love my boyfriend ben like i love him so so much and i don't know ever want to be with anybody else but if i knew that us being together had caused such problems like if I were Sailor Moon and I knew that I had an entire galaxy's worth of people and like civilizations destroyed over my love, I'd be like, I can't risk doing that again. No. Because as much as I love you, I am not selfish enough to put my love for you above millions, of millions people. of people. Yeah. Millions of people. Yes. Stupid question, I guess. I guess, um... It's no such thing. I was just going to say, no such thing. <laughs> well, like Mercury, Jupiter, Venus, and Mars, they have their own planets, correct? They were the princesses of their own planet. Mm -hmm. I wish that was explained more, because it was just like, it felt like a throwaway in the anime. I'm yeah, like, I want to see your planet. Yeah, they don't really, they don't really expand on that. They do more in the manga and in Crystal. It's not a huge part of it, but they do touch on the fact that, like, the reason they were able to become Sailor Scouts is because they're all royalty oh, okay. of their own planets. They were yeah. all the firstborn daughters. So uh, they were entrusted with this power from their planet. And that's where they draw their stuff with. Even though there's no more civilization on their planets, that's still where they draw all of their, their power from. Oh, okay. I was having this conversation with a friend about, like, the Avatar series. And it sounds like they want to continue on with it. And, like, my dream was always to be, like, okay, the next one will be an earth avatar then the next will be the fire avatar and it's like i would have loved that for sailor the sailor scouts right it's like here's the story arc of like sailor mercury and sailor yes. venus and so on and just seeing what their life was like on their planet yeah. what their planet looked like or having them like like after crystal tokyo and everything's peaceful and shit like having them go back to their planets yeah. and try and rebuild civilizations and try to yeah like, i would have loved that would have been so oh someone, great someone out there, please <laughs> yeah uh, so get on that somebody you just artwork it's like right make it like just a series of paintings or something like 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 there's so much that you could do without having to get into yeah stories and plots and stuff like that like there's so many different ways that you could produce something satisfactory to continue the story fan fiction get on it <laughs> i'm sure there, there, is, there is yeah it exists it does there's there's a lot of good stuff out there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think again, we have talked about this how fan fiction is some of the best writing I've ever read. read. Like they're phenomenal, beautiful stories where I'm like sobbing and yes. or I'm laughing out loud. Yeah. Which when I'm reading, it takes a lot for me to physically laugh. Like I'll be like, <laughs> it's funny, and I'll say it in my head. But for me to actually like Not laugh, laugh. <laughs> yeah. To give it yeah. And I haven't had many, like, books make me laugh, mm -hmm. yeah. but fan fiction makes me laugh all the all time. time. All the time. All the time. 
And that's not to say that, you know, every fanfic you read is a gem, because... Oh, no, some of them are absolute trash, and I don't want anybody to know that I ever read it. Yes, (laughs) for sure. But there's there's a lot of really talented people out there, and I think it's super underrated, where it's like, oh, it's not a real book. And it's just like, I don't think you understand, like... Like, this is, this is 78 chapters. Like, this is an epic story that hits every, all everything yeah. emotional, all of your emotional needs, everything that you like. Great plot, great climaxes, great protagonists. Like, I wish some of the authors in my favorite fan fics got a, a book deal rather than the book oh, from Fifty oh, Shades of Grey. <laughs> and that's where, because when we were talking about, you guys were talking about fan fiction, couple of episodes ago yeah yeah and the the harry potter and the mushrooms methods of rationality he made that into a book that is a real thing you can buy that oh what yes that's a real thing it's a real thing it was so good that somebody published that for him oh my god it's fantastic yeah gotta find that now yeah just so you know it's a real thing thank you thank you for that you're welcome it's great it's great and it's such a great premise between like magic and science Right. Because yes. the the whole basis of that is that um, Petunia doesn't marry Dursley; she marries a scientist. Oh. And it changes the whole family dynamic. And he's oh, right. very science minded, and he goes to a magic school, and like it's, it's methods of oh. rationalization. Yeah. Right. So it it's oh it's fantastic. It's oh god, there there's go. so many stories where literally just like changing one person out for somebody who isn't a garbage human being yes. would just like fix the whole change thing. the whole yeah. thing or there's a bunch of really really good ones out there about how like when he gets dropped off on the doorstep minerva mcgonagall doesn't leave him there she takes him home oh there's there's a couple of really good out there where he like she's just like i've been watching these fuckheads all day like absolutely not and she takes him and she raises him in secret like there's it's there's so many that would be yeah that's but that's what I love most about fan fiction is that, yeah. like, you can do that. It's fine. Yeah. Create in a world. If you are unsatisfied with an ending or a character development or a plot point, fix it. Yeah. Write yeah. it yourself. I'll read it. It's probably going to be fantastic. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I feel like there is so much wasted opportunity because the basis of Sailor Moon, the series, is so intriguing. It's such an excellent concept, and there's so many wonderful, like, the plot, the way the plot progresses throughout the story is fantastic. Yeah. But there's stumbling blocks that I didn't notice as a kid that I notice now. They don't take away my enjoyment of it, because I find the story super good. Yeah. But do I think that there is, like, there's so much room for improvement, and it could have been better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and the way that they have, like, picked and choosed what they do and how they put these characters through, like, like they made a whole movie about Tuxedo Mask and his, his friend on yeah. the planet, and it's just like, but that's really confusing because you already had Alan Ann, who inserted for nothing, it's not, they're not real, they were never in the manga, like, that's a, that's a filler thing that they produced, but, like, when they come through, it's like, they're the last of their kind. But then later on, there's this movie about this dude who's apparently the last of his kind. And I'm just like, like, you have thought that was Al. No, his name is, um, Fiore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
where yeah, like it's like it's a whole thing where he's I just, got like, that really weird fucking hair. Yeah, they with the blue. Yeah, identical to Alan Ann. Like they, yeah, where it's just like, well, why did why did you do that? Because now I'm confused. Because who is the last of their kind? And I'm still super confused that like, like Alan Ann, like were they sisters? Were were they brother and sister? Were they siblings? What um, was their deal? Because they were super romantic, and apparently they were made from the same tree. But it's like, like, what was that dynamic? I think they were p- trying to portray as humans, brother and sister, so no one would ask questions. But as aliens, they're true forms. They're lovers. Which still makes me, like, I get yeah. it. I, I get what they're going, but, like... But why would you go with siblings? Because then it's like you're being jealous over each other, and you're like... And they are. They're they're super possessive and jealous over each other. I love the that everyone called them oh. out. It's like, this is weird. Yeah, the, there are. There's so many episodes where we're like, this is, this is odd. I don't understand. So... I didn't even register it now that we have now had two romantic couples that for some reason, whether it was for the plot of the story or because North America is afraid of lesbians, um, we've had two romantic relationships that were attempted to be portrayed as familial relationships. Yes. Are they trying, like, does the, are they trying to say something? I feel like maybe someone somewhere producing something or having input is just like, I'm just going to fuck with an entire generation of kids and let's make everybody sexually confused. So confused. And let's, let's, <laughs> let's, just, let's just see what happens 20 years later. Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, Sailor Moon are the movie. Now yeah. I remember being, it, it felt like very like out of the place because I don't, I don't remember Alan and at all in the series like it felt like they skipped that whole arc and then just went into oh who's this green yeah so so that the alan Ann thing is like once they defeat metalia and they all technically die and she brings everybody back in her ultimate power move that she does because that's just how she rolls every time you think she's down she just levels up um and they none of them remember anything mm-hmm. yes yeah. that's the whole basis of this this arc when they they come in and they start right um creating monsters and none of them remember and luna has to make serena remember and then they're just like she's just like no i'm gonna handle this myself like they deserve normal lives and that's what that whole thing was like her doing it by herself and then slowly they're like oh yeah no i totally remember this let's fight together and shit like that yeah but it was yeah it was a whole weird filler thing because they didn't I think it was only like 14 episodes and it was just done. Yeah. I'm just looking at stills right now of the Sailor uh Sailor R movie. Yeah, so like it looks just like just like So they're pretty much from the same race. That's why I was and, confused. And, and like And that's where the confusion comes from because in that movie he's the last of his race and he's been traveling the galaxy trying to find, you know, friends and all that crap. And when they touch down, they're the last and they were all made by the same tree, and I'm just like what if you're made by the same tree, does that not make you brothers and sisters? I mean, I'm not a botanist. I don't yeah. know anything about how that shit works, but like, well, and I think it's really hard to, you know, like it's just, it's hard to logic your way into something like that. But it's also, I think we're putting a lot of thought into <laughs> things that are like, it's fine. Just no, go with no, it. I get, I get where you're coming yeah. from, but it's like, I think we're like really trying to, make logical decisions based on alien anatomy from a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. So maybe on Earth, 
technically, but who the fuck knows? It's yeah. alien trees, man. I don't know. It's think, an alien culture. Leave it alone. I think, too, it was, it was kind of confusing because I don't know if they were trying to rewrite Mamoru's story because it's like that alien and Mamoru had a very deep connection as kids. And yeah, then he they just were. forgot everything. And then he was extremely protective or like, yeah, Darian or Mamoru is mine and not Serena's. Yeah, he's he's so, my friend. Only my friend. He's my bestest friend ever. He gave me a rose. Right. And then you, as the movie goes on, it's just like, he didn't get that rose. Serena gave him that rose. That's, that's, right. that's where it came from. And he forgot that. And so it was just, yeah. I want to watch it again, though. I like yeah. the movies. There's some of them that I still haven't seen because they're super hard to fucking find. Yeah. Like, there's a whole bunch of Sailor Moon that I've never seen because I'm just like, it's just, it came out on VHS in the 90s. So it's like, okay, cool. Like, uh... <laughs> Yeah. I'll, uh, I think they're slowly releasing them. Like, I think I have two of the movies. I think there's at least one more. I would love for them to just make an absolute complete, if it involved Sailor Moon in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> it comes in a box set. Everything. All of it. All of it. Right there. I'm sure that that exists somewhere. Somewhere. The caveat being that it has to have an English dub or English subtitles. Yeah. Which probably makes it a little bit harder. Well, I'm sure now with all the dubs being out, like, I mean, if it's on Crave, yeah, ha- there has to be something. Yeah. So, just so it was like, because we're like pulling up stills to make sure we're talking about the right things, I am on the <laughs> Sailor Moon wiki. Ooh. And because I, again, we were trying to assign a moral value to the <laughs> alien, <laughs> of alien spa- like uh, from alien space trees. Um, the personal information of the Maki tree. Oh. You know, the thing that birthed them? Yes. Uh, residency. In space. Briefly in the Juban Odyssey apartments. <laughs> Occupations. Space-dwelling tree. <laughs> Relations. Al and Anne. Children. Alignment. Maki tree. Because it's, you know, it's its own... Happy little family. No. Gender. Probably inapplicable, but had a female voice. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Species. Plant. It's like, okay, great. That's fine. That really clears it up for me. Thanks. (laughs) Tree of life. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think when we start getting really, really critical about it, it's just going to drive us crazy. Just like, yes. Well, technically, Simba and Nala were cousins. <laughs> technically, they were brother and sister, if you know anything about that's Lion right, Pride. That's right, yeah. that's right, yeah. But let's not get into it. Yeah, like, let's just leave it as it is. <laughs> I think, like, there is, there's a difference between having, like, criti- like critical conversations about, oh, like, this is something that I found weird. As long as you're doing it in a spirit of... Yes discussion because it's fun versus yeah. like oh look i just want to shit all over this yeah because exactly i have no talents of my own no and i think that goes back into the like just let people like what they like yeah. absolutely and i feel like i do want to like point out we all really like sailor moon love we have had a lot of things to say yeah but we love sailor moon love it. i, I still... have a sailor moon tattoo i mean do really yeah I'll, I'll bring a picture up because okay. I don't want to pull my pants. <laughs> I know. Oh, so I was showing a new tattoo that's on my back to Tony. Um, 
when Felicia walked into my house and I happened to like need to take my shirt off to do it. So I like was just walking into my kitchen and I'm standing in my kitchen just topless. topless. And I was just like, oh, hey, you know, time to start the party. It's fine. Yep. What's sure. up? What's a party without a little nudity? Yeah. Right. What's boobs between friends? Right. Especially when you've known each other. <laughs> All right. So we I are going that. to take a quick pause and then we will come back. And I think we... I, I kind of want to talk when we come back about like animation. Yes. God forbid she has a belly button. Like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have maybe mentioned that I was turning the recording back on. That's fine. But That's fine. I love that. And it, it's, it's, a it's, it's a good it's a segue into context. Yeah. So we want to talk about the animation and art styles that and I say art styles because yes, they're all different. There is a wide breadth of different art styles throughout um, the different Sailor Moon content. Um, normally, I really love the manga art. I, I tend to find like you get all of these wonderful detailed pieces that are beautiful and excellent. Well, Sailor Moon is one of the few that I think the anime is better in terms of visual representation and I think it's just because I don't love the style that the manga is originally done in and their faces are weird they're awkwardly proportioned they're weirdly yeah. proportioned and I know that that's like a stylistic choice but I don't like it yeah I'm looking at some some pictures right now and for me it's like their necks are so tiny and their heads so big and their chins are so, so pointy but, so and yeah. it's just like they're just disproportionate right yeah, Which right. I mean, it's no one in anime looks like a regular fucking human being, <laughs> but I definitely find that the art style in the anime mm -hmm. is more visually attractive to me, and I think that that's not like this is not a hot take or anything. It's not a. We'd love to hear about, from you guys of what style you like. For me, uh, that's why I haven't watched Crystal yet because I know Crystal is closer to the manga. And I don't like how they're animated. Yes. I find that, that, like you said, the proportions, like, they're all very, like, tall and, like, skinny, skinny, where it's, it's like, you can put your art, like, your hands around. Hand. Hand yeah, hand. Yeah. Which, like, if, if that is your your body portion, that's completely fine. Power, power to Yes. But, like, for me, it was just kind of, like, I, I just don't like it. Like, I don't like it. Thinking like she's gonna get hit and then chopped in half. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So it's oh here, um, we're looking at pictures by the way. Yeah, just so that we can like make sure we are making the same inferences and references. Yes. Um, and just just to touch on on what you just said, Felicia, like with 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 Sailor Moon Crystal and stuff like that, like I didn't mind the animation. It's it was what it was, different right. styles and stuff like that. What really bothered me about it was, like, for the first two seasons, <coughs> their transformation animation is completely oh, different really? than the tone of the rest of the animation. Like, it's 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 just awkwardly done. Like, when you watch the 90s anime and they do the transformation, like, you know you're watching the same thing. It's the same style. Yeah. But when you look and you do Sailor Moon Crystal, like, it's very awkwardly done. Because I think what it they just do... It just doesn't yeah. match. 
I think with the animation in the 90s, they just used almost the exact same, same one from every episode, rather than like, and throughout the seasons, they change it to match with the, with their outfit changes. Mm-hmm. But overall, I, I always just assumed they just like kind of cut and paste, so they didn't, didn't have to reanimate it like every single time. Yes, it was it was always the same, and and they did do the same for for Crystal. Like it's always okay. the same animation. It's just, it's just, it's just awkwardly done. Like it. I wonder if it's because not the same style. Do they the add? The do they have any CG added into it? Maybe that's what it I is. I think it could be. Well, and I think, too, like, there's been such changes in how animation is done in general. Yeah. Whereas the original Sailor Moon, like, I'm almost positive a lot of it was done as hand-drawn animation. Yeah. And Crystal wasn't. There's no way. No. There's absolutely no way way that they would produce an anime or any animated content with hand-drawn animation now like it's just not that's not happening yeah yeah and then so here we go here's a good like she's got great but the sailor moon doesn't oh they're they're whispering they're keeping things (laughs) sorry tony and felicia are keeping secrets (laughs) no it's because we were talking about um the outlines of the bodies during the transformation and and how i think it's really weird that like for, you know, Sailor Mercury and Mars and Jupiter and Venus, like, they have a regular shape. Like, they get the tiny little underboob lines. They get the little, you know, the crease where your butt turns into your thigh and they have a little belly button. They all have that except for Sailor Moon. And, I, and, and I'm just wondering, like, what the reasoning behind that. Like, are you trying to make her seem more innocent or younger? Or to make or, her seem, like, ethereal? Like, it, what like, is it? What is it? Because it bothers me. Because they're all supposed to be the same age. They're all, like, relatively the same proportion. Some of them are taller, some of them are shorter, but they're all developing women. Yeah. But they all, looking through these animations, like, like she doesn't get a belly button, which is where you guys came in. God forbid <laughs> we give her a belly button. <laughs> but, like, it just it's just one of those things where the inconsistencies, they're not terrible, it's fine, I can overlook them, but... Every once in a while when I'm doing my rewatch and I'm just like, I just want to know. Something's just, it's it's wonky. It just, it's okay to have boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So here we go. I found a comparison of the original 90s anime as well as the manga, like a a manga panel animated. Yeah. And uh, from... Sailor Moon Crystal. Yeah. So if we look here, like they're just, of course, I can close. Why am I doing? <laughs> we are sitting in front of a television screen used as a as the monitor for our computer, and all three of us <laughs> instead of phones, <laughs> instead of pulling it up on the internet, which is there's a 40 inch screen in front of us yeah we're on our phones passing them back and forth being like oh like let me try to zoom in so we can see that god i'm an idiot <laughs> of course it's when you're on google and you're and you turn your phone to horizontal and it's like oh it's god like, it shrinks the picture like yeah. what the fuck? it's like no i want to see it more clearly thank you yeah i don't know why that vo- i don't know what that voice was i apologize <laughs> <laughs> it happens 
Taylor Mint, Crystal. It's just, yeah, and it's it's original. Animated. Here we go. Now I can. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see what I mean, though? Yes. Like, I don't, like, her tor torso and the crystal look so long, but, like, awkwardly long. Yes. But I will say, I don't... I don't find it as jarring as I had initially thought I did. Like now that I'm looking it at all three of them, it's like, side. okay, like it, but. I hate her pendant though. It's ugly. <laughs> like the, the, like with the, in, in the bow. Yes, for sure. Cause the, the one in the crystal has like the, the pendant and then like four. For each, for each scout, there's a, the green one, a blue one, a red one, and an orange one. Yeah. Which makes sense. I just don't like that as a, sort of detached. Well, and it just or, seems like it's like, so did we just solder those on there, yeah, guys? Like, yeah. you could have, I, I wish it was a cohesive piece. Yes. yes. Like in the original one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the one of the other differences that I found between like the original anime and, and Crystal is that when she transforms in Crystal and the manga, she's got fucking glasses. She's got Sailor V glasses. What? Yeah. Like computerized Sailor V glasses. That's weird. And then you only see them and then they disappear and you never see them again. And I feel like that's kind of the same as what they did in the anime with her supersonic bun move in the mm. first episode. She uses it once and then it never happens again. And as I'm doing my rewatch, I'm just like, that would have been really fucking useful right Well, now. and so what we see here in the man manga panel, which I find the manga so awkward. Like, it just... The visually awkward. Yes. Um, because her rib cage looks like it is an entirely different fucking thing compared yes. to so her rib cage is at a separate angle to her spine for some fucking reason. Yeah. And is about ten feet wider than her waist. Like it's the it whole It almost yeah. looks like she's got a big thing of armor underneath. Yeah, or like her, a corset. Her, her, yeah. It's Yeah. It's, and it's, it's like weird. in no way, shape, or form are anime proportions ever fucking correct. No. Because it is a stylistic decision. Yeah. yeah. But, so, when we, we see, like, the wing clips that she has on her bangs. hair, like, on her bangs here, those are weapons that she regularly uses in the manga yeah, that sure. they just don't fucking exist in the uh, 1990s. No, not until, like, she powers up a few times and then they start to appear, but it's just like, like, they just, there's so many different small changes that I'm just like, I don't understand why you made that choice. You kind know, of, like, yeah. why get rid of the glasses? What, why? What were they like, for in the first place? They, because you know, like, how Sailor Mercury has, has oh. her vibe? They did kind of the same shit. Oh, okay. And then, like, as soon as Sailor Mercury showed up, they would disappear. Like, they were no longer needed. And I'm just like, you're taking away something from her arsenal. Like, she's supposed to be... Yeah, clumsy and 14 and, and all this stuff. But at the same time, like, she is ultra powerful. She's a fucking badass. Which And you're intentionally yeah. making her weaker than she needs to be or is originally in the source material. Yeah. Which and always... And that irritates yeah. me. I, I hate it when they do that. Well, and I feel like because, because there is this idea of, like, oh, like, we need to dumb her down and make her so she seems... 
damsel in distress. Just a damsel in distress, which doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, I mean, if, if she wasn't a damsel in distress, she wouldn't need to see the mask. And that is... But it's like, okay, great. Uh, she shouldn't need him because they're in love. If that's, if that's the whole crux of the show, she yeah, shouldn't yeah. need him because they are in love. Um, but... <laughs> I think that is part of the reason that a lot of people who don't know anything about the source material of Sailor Moon are always shocked when you're like, no, Sailor Moon is like the goat for sure. Oh yeah. Well, that's why it brings us, brings me back to one of our episodes. Or I blew your mind, but it was only because I know about yeah the yeah. the manga. Yeah, like, I've never seen her name. Like, what the fuck was <laughs> <are you laughs> doing? Yeah, yeah. As my number one spot when we were talking about <laughs> ultra overpowered characters. characters. Yeah, because like in. In the anime, it's like she has the one move set. Yeah, it's it's running away, crying, falling down, getting beaten up, and then when all of her friends are dead, she pedal to the metal, yeah. gets it done. She dies and she comes back stronger. And it's like, or they all do one move against the bad guy, yeah. and then it was her turn to like turn them back into humans or disintegrate them or whatever it is. So it's just like. Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, I wish she kind of kept her tiara move. I wish she kind of had a bit more to her powers because it's yeah. like it shouldn't. Just I wish they would have shown so much more yeah. of like the absolute bananas, insane shit that she can do. Yes, especially in anime where they have insane. Like I think of Dragon Ball Z and their insane power move, power after move, power move after power move. Sailor Moon could do it. Yeah. I've never got into Dragon Ball Z because I have no patience to play <laughs> nine episodes for a fight to be done. Which is fair. I, yeah. I got into it with my brother because that was how, like, that was what he really liked. That's what he watched all the time. And I was like, if you want to spend time with me, this is what we're doing. Either sit down and shut up and watch with me or get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> like later days, this is what I'm watching. And yeah. you can silently sit with me and watch it. Or just <clears throat> get out. Or leave me yeah. alone. If you say a word, I'm going to throw you out of the room and I'm going to shut the door and you can just fuck off. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's what happens when you have older brothers. And especially, like, me and my brother are six years apart. Mm. So, like, you got no patience for me. Oh, yeah. He's the oldest. I'm the youngest. And he's just like, like, I... Yeah. If if you're here and you're quiet, I don't give a shit. But if I have to acknowledge your presence, like, I'm not into it. I've got better things to do with my time. Yeah, my brother and I are ten years apart. So, me running after, like, your brother and him trying to hang out. And he's like, get the fuck away from me. I just want to hang out with my brother. Yes. Oh, see, and I have such a different dynamic with my brother. Uh, as Tony knows, because we've yeah. known each other forever. Tony is also friends with my was also friends with my brother. I think but I met your brother first. You did meet my brother yeah. first. I stole you away because I am the cooler sibling. <laughs> He's probably gonna hear this. Get wrecked, Dustin. <laughs> uh, love you. But Dustin and I are. Like just, just three, barely, barely three, three years. years. But we were only two school years apart because of when our when our birthdays Birth. fall. Oh right. And we hung out all the time, all the time. Like I spent tons of time with my brother. We had we had friend groups that were the same. Yep. We would actively like search out each other's company. We would make plans to hang out together yep. on the weekends. Like we had meals together all the time we would have movie marathons like my brother and i hung out literally all the time yeah it's a live-in best friend yeah it's we almost killed each other oh don't doubt 
<laughs> several times. Uh, there was a lot of violence in my home, but it was like fun violence, you know. As one, I don't really know how <laughs> I to think explain anyone, that. <laughs> I think anyone who has siblings who are kind of close together will understand, understand deep but, abiding love, but also seething hatred. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I would die for him if if it came down to it. I would die for my brother. But he looks at me wrong, and he can catch these fucking hands. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. It's the same with me and my sister, and it's very, like, she's very much like, if someone is rude to you, if someone is mean to you, I'm going to kick their ass. Right. Absolutely no one gets to treat you like that. Except, except me. for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I just remember Dustin would come up. It was the first day of high school. So first week, at least, like it was very early into high school, and I was sitting in a stairwell with my friends at lunch, and Dustin comes up the stairwell, and it was like I was hanging with like kids who like didn't know like that I didn't know from elementary school. I was like, oh look, I'm making new friends, and he comes up and pours a garbage can on me, and then just walks away. And then they were like, why is that? Why was that older guy so rude to you? It's like, oh, that's my brother. Like it's yeah. fine. To so, then balance that with, at my aftergrad, one of my friends tripped. Like, he just, like, it was in a clearing in the woods. Yeah. And he fell over a tree, but it, and, like, ended up shoulder-checking me and almost knocking me over. However, my brother did not see him trip, just saw him shoulder-check me and almost knock me to the ground. And I hear, what the fuck? And he comes barreling down and just spears my yes. friend to the ground. And I was like, oh my god, Dustin, it's fine. And he's like, no, like, this dude can't come up into your personal space. I was like, he it's fell on me. Like, it's an accident. It, it was is fine. fine. It's fine. But that's what I mean. Like, we would do anything for each other. Yeah. But God forbid. Yeah. Sneeze in my direction. Let's see what happens. Exactly. Exactly. And I wish there, there was that kind of dynamic with the anime English dub for Sailor Moon. Is that sisterly like fighting, but like I will do anything for you yes. and beat the shit out of anyone who ever hurts you. Yeah. It wasn't like that though. Well, <laughs> I like, feel like there are some to, moments where yes. they tried yes. to portray that, but it always fell short. Like there was always just too much meanness and not enough heartfelt I'm here for you. Yeah. And it's a it's a tough balance to strike, mm -hmm. but I just feel like the I think maybe the issue was the people who were writing the dialogue for those scenes. They're all only children. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, like, I would be shocked to find out any of them had siblings that they were close to, because... Or are they used to writing for teenage females? You know, from... Well, and there's, there's this whole, like, concept, too, that, like, a lot of the characters are catty. In, yeah. Which they are. Totally. Which is fine but i it felt very one note to me like i think yeah you this can is have the be all and all of a teenage girl yeah yeah and it's like not all of them are not all teenage girls are going to be catty should no. there have been like one who was genuinely kind of a bitch absolutely for right. sure and it should have been ray <laughs> yeah oh for sure but it's like you don't need to have every single one of these girls who are supposed to be a team who are there to support each other yeah just being cunty all the time. Yeah. Remember there was one episode where they're all like fighting for the attention of um you're in this what's her what's her name? Uh Amara in one. Yes. She's Amara and she's um 
Haruka right. and, and Japanese. Yeah. Remember they were like fighting for her attention. When they didn't know she, she was a, a girl. She was yet when she because she dresses as a boy. Either way. It was just like, like uh oh. no, she was really pretty. I'm happy yeah. yes. her as a yeah. boy or as a girl. I would have thrown my head in and I would have kept my head in. Exactly. After I found out she was a girl. <laughs> yes. And actually what the thing that I really liked about that, one of the very, very few instances of personal growth for Sailor Moon is like when when Jupiter's hanging out with her a lot, um, with with the Sailor Universe, like they're they're hanging out and she's like, oh, I really like her, like, oh and like Serena's is very like this. This is an okay. Girls don't like girls. Like you can tell. Like she just has no concept that right. this is a thing, and she's just very like preconceived notions about the whole thing. And then by the end of the episode, she's just very like, yeah, like this is cool. like whatever you like. Like she's yeah. a good person. You're a good person. Be happy. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed that they touched on that. Well, Maybe not as much as I would have liked because it was very subtle. Mm-hmm. But it was just very like she's filled with confusion about this relationship dynamic, and she has no experience with it. And as they go through the episodes and she sees more of the back and forth and like. Well, and I think too, I appreciated it as a character growth moment for her because it, I think they did a good job of showing her not being like, oh, like being gay. It, it just never crossed just, her mind. Yeah, never had the experience. It was so, never that. It was never out of meanness or yeah. out of like trying to hate on these people it was definitely out of like oh what i didn't know that was a thing like yeah can that be a thing yeah Yeah. and her just like realizing like oh well you know yeah this is my very first ever experience with someone who likes women or women liking women like how do what is that how does that work like you can Mm -hmm. see yeah it was the innocence of it it was an innocent and educational moment Uh, for her that i feel like we could have had so many more Especially yeah. as they're you, 14, right? They're 14. No 14 year old knows anything. Yeah. 14 year olds know nothing. Yeah. I should put that on a t shirt because the moment a 14 year old tries to tell me shit, right? 14 year olds know nothing. Yeah. Take your Gen Z and get out. <laughs> we were having this whole big conversation about. And I'm like, uh, we are not. I am not part of this Gen Z slander. I'm, I appreciate you guys, but there's definitely. There's, yeah. Something. You can love you to death. Very progressive. I love it. Women you can, can throw hands at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Fucking great. But also I'm here like, for it. Which I, as somebody with anxiety, the whole cultural phenomena of Gen Z being like, oh, look, I would never be rude to a waiter, but I'll punch a cop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love that energy. I love Keep that. it up. Keep it up. I love it. It's the greatest thing ever. Greatest thing ever. The problem that I had was like like talking to my niece is 15, talking to her about Eminem and how cancel culture was like after him for this one particular song. And I listened to it and I'm just like, like, oh, you have you never listened to him before? Because like this is not even the worst thing he's ever said. Like this is not even close. That but this is this is the line for Eminem. Like he's gone so far and he's done all of this stuff with the industry and and rap and all of this stuff but like that's it like that's the line for you not any of the rest of this like this particular i don't get it yeah and maybe that's just no no one going back to listen to this old stuff where it's like i'm gonna bury kim like uh i think that those songs were a lot worse it's like whatever they're bad if they had taken an eminem song from like 
early 2000s and been like, this is terrible, cancel it. I'd like, yeah, he says some pretty fucking terrible things. I get it. But it's a song. Yeah. And that's also where I'm just like, like this is this is music. This is not personal views. This is not political views. Like, this mm-hmm. is just he's making fucking music. And it's fucking awesome. Well, and I think it's a hard line because I get why you don't want to have endorsement endorsement for, for certain terrible. things. Yeah. However, sure. I think you need to examine the person where that these are coming from, the yes. actions of that person. Yeah. Because yeah, I might have said some fucked up shit. But he has he never, never done anything yeah. wrong. He never acted the way his music portrayed him. No, which it could just not be inventing. It could be like, you know what? I'm cathartic release. Yeah. Love it. Here for it. Let's let's rant and make a song about some, you know, life experience that I had that was fucking terrible and this is how I'm therapeutically gonna get it out to move on with my life. Yeah. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. But I think that could be like a whole episode too, is just oh, yeah. cancel, cancel culture, culture by itself. Just because yeah. There is the way to give some people the chance to actually grow. It's like if there is no growth and they're still continuing to be that way, then yes, a hundred percent. Stop listening to their stuff. Well, and that's always wild to me. Um, is like where the line is, like what people are canceling people for. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, man, like. We didn't cancel Chris Brown. Yes, thank you. Thank it's like, you. Okay, so yeah. we're we are canceling somebody over a thing they said, but, but uh, domestic abusers. Guess that's fine. Yeah. Uh, R. Kelly. We didn't cancel him for so long, and everybody yeah. knew the shit he was doing. It wasn't canceled. until after that that documentary thing that they did that surviving like, R. Kelly. Oh, this oh, is awful. awful. Let's cancel him, and, uh, and I'm just like. Even now, people are still fans of R. Kelly. Like, I, the, it makes me so upset that the remix to Ignition Ooh. is such a great fucking song, but I refuse to listen to it now. Yes, fuck R. Kelly. Even yeah. I believe I can fly. I can't listen to that now. It's, it's like, like it's like if someone could do one. Like, I'm sure there is an amazing cover out there. I just haven't found it yet. But it's just like I can't listen to it now. Yeah. Ugh. And there definitely, there are definitely some things where I'm like, it's ruined it absolutely for everybody forever but it's also like that happened 15 years ago where have you been yeah yeah i mean like obviously you're tiny child little gen z but like if, if you're if you're gonna participate in a cancel culture if you're going to start saying things about people who don't deserve their platforms and stuff like that like mm-hmm. you actually have to do more research yeah behind when did they say this when did they say that have they said anything worse before like have and did they address it, it afterwards? Is they it justified? Yeah. And was it what was the context of those things? Like, yeah, I don't get going back and like pulling up the one shitty thing that somebody said on Twitter yeah. in two thousand and five, right? And deciding to end that person. It's like you have to look at patterns of behavior too. Yeah, especially you know, like the way that people are raised. Sometimes it's a big. Sometimes it has absolutely nothing to do with anything that they say and sometimes it's it's an ignorance it's not necessarily that i mean to be hurtful or rude or offensive it's i honestly don't know better if you address it with me and i'm like oh i had no idea that that was what that was never saying that again yeah which i think to bring this back around to sailor moon (laughs) which this has been a weird segue but i love it (laughs) let's do it um 
is it was, we need to look at instances of poor reactions as teaching moments. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there were so many more opportunities to do it, but that the crushing relationship that Jupiter and Uranus had was a, was a good example of it. Was it a great example of it? No, No. because it wasn't fleshed out, but I really wish that there had been just like a bit more of using the fact that they're 14 year old girls and letting them learn things because I feel like the characters were static. There's yeah. yeah, There's very there's very little. Which they're not in the manga. No, they do. They change so much. Yes. I remember learning, especially once they all start being friends, because like when she starts being friends and when she finds them all, like they each have their own individual niches and yeah and skills and stuff like that, and then they all come together as a team and they learn from each other, and they build each other so much better than than I think they they didn't portray. And they became, like, actual friends who liked each other, who wanted to spend time together, yeah. which was not shown out in yeah. the anime. No. Sisters for life. And it, I just, it's one of those things. I'm going to love it forever. I'll probably yeah. rewatch it, you know, multiple times in my life. But there's still some things where I just, like, I just wish that there had been less filler and more content. Yeah. But, again, that comes down to they were creating it in 1996. 1992. In, oh, it first came out in Japan in 1992, but it came to... Yeah, so, yes. but when, so when they were making it in 1992, uh, that was the year that the manga was released. Yeah. So like they makes, released the yeah, manga and about six sense. months later started making the anime. Yeah. And you have to Quick think, turnaround. like, the pauses and this is unfinished and we don't know what they're going to do next and we don't want to make so much... Forward episodes that when the new one comes out, we have to backtrack and try and right. tie that shit in. Yes, it's which is why they end up with filler episodes, which is fine. But there's so, so many, <laughs> so much. Filler. Which I think that is the bonus of having Crystal now. Yes, I did. I did enjoy that about Crystal. Was that like there's not there's not a lot of filler. No, I wish there had been a little bit more. Like, I think we could have had like some breaks. Yes, yeah. like give me a cool down lap here, guys. Yeah. But I did, I did, I really enjoyed Crystal just for the better fleshing of the interpersonal relationships. Which is great. Dynamics, which is great. Awesome. So we're going to have a, another quick pause. Uh, I got to go tuck my kid in for bed. And we will be back to close out the episode. All right. All right. So I think we've spent a lot of time being really critical of Sailor Moon. And I don't, I'm concerned people won't believe us when we say that we genuinely love it. So why don't we talk about like the, our favorite parts about Sailor Moon? Because we've nitpicked all the things that we thought could be done better, which is fair enough. Yeah. Nothing's perfect. No. All right. So would you like to start? We both just assumed you were going to start. (laughs) Just slow pause. And I'm like, oh my God. Favorite Sailor Moon moments. Well, just like, or something about the series as a whole that you really like love. Just anything that you find is a massive positive for for Sailor Moon. I I think a lot of it is like relatable. The relatability mm-hmm. of you know, like I was a clumsy kid. I was super sensitive. I cried all the time. So like, I having... cry all the time now. Yeah, I am thirty. <laughs> 
And, I'm and I cried for no reason uh, for about 45 minutes on Wednesday. Yeah. Like, so, that was three days ago. <laughs> and I think that's, like, the relatability, for sure. Like, mm -hmm. even, you know, character flaws. Relatable. I, I loved that. That Super none of them relatable. were perfect. Yeah. yeah. Even the main character, who was supposed yeah. to be this all-powerful princess yeah. neo-queen of the universe, yeah. still flawed. Would be distracted by cake. Yeah. Like, I love that. <laughs> Never turns in her homework. Like, gets detention all the time. Like, just having a character flaw, but then also having her be a superhero kind of yeah. made it like, like anything is possible for you. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're clumsy or if you're maybe not a straight A student or, you know, maybe you like to sleep in later, you're clumsy. Like it yeah. just, it doesn't matter because you can be whatever you choose. Yeah. Just like that opening there are possibility. There are strengths that you will have regardless of your weaknesses. Exactly. So I like, I just, I really liked that and just how like, Mm -hmm. They all have a strength and they all have a flaw. Ray is super wise, but she's got a fucking temper. Absolutely. You know, um, Amy's super, super smart, super shy. Yeah, like cannot socially interact. You know, like they, they all have a strength and a weakness. And I really liked that each of their strengths and weaknesses were offset by each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what it would one, make them such a great unit. Yes, they, and yeah, I just, it was really... You know, and then you have your whole group of friends and everyone has like, oh, this, I relate to her. So I'm her when we play. And like, it just opened up yeah. a whole mm -hmm. other element because I like, I remember being in elementary school and like everyone was playing like, oh, puppies and kittens and stuff like that. Like, I'm a cat, you're a dog, you're a horse, let's play tag. But once Sailor Moon started coming out and it started getting more popular and people were like, no, like I'm going to be this badass chick. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not going to be. You know, like I'm, I'm fucking badass. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna save the world. I'm gonna be a doctor. I'm gonna be a chef. Like I'm gonna do these things, and I'm gonna do them for myself because I know I can. Yeah. Yes. Because I know that there are people like me, or who like me, who are my friend and family, and they know that I can do it. Like, and it's it was super empowering in that yeah. way, which I love. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can totally see that being the thing that sticks with you, is there was a relatability with each of the characters. You, there was someone who was a representation of many different types of people. Yes. Yeah, Not were. that I think like we need to break everybody into archetypes, but there was enough variation in personalities mm -hmm. that there was something for, for everybody. Yeah. Um, do you want to go next? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things it just it always sparks so much joy in me, and there's it's just fun. It's just like, it's just fun. fun. Yeah. Like, like you said, it, it reminds me of like the girl empowerment, and like around that time, that's when the Spice Girls came out too. Mm -hmm. So it was just totally like, just be yourself, be fun, be dorky, be sporty, be whatever. Yeah, and like I think that's what I always kind of cling to is just that feeling of of empowerment and love and friendship and it was like even though we were kind of like yeah her friends kind of harped on her on the english dub at least um she still loved and accepted everyone for who they were it's like i always remember the episode of meeting jupiter for the first time and everyone's like don't talk to her she's the bully she's yeah, mean she she's scary yeah and she just kind of like 
sneaks up behind you. She's like, what are you eating? Yeah, I love she, your pretty lunchbox. Oh, I made this cool thing. Yeah. I like your lovely earrings. Like That's one thing that stood out to me. It was just like she looked past that. She didn't yeah. listen to what the gossip was. It was yeah. or even Amy being like, well, she's too smart and stuff. She's a duck up. Like, oh, she's just like a child. Yeah, she's yeah. just a child. She's just awkward, man. Yeah, exactly. So for me, it was always just that. Yeah, the, like you said, the relatability and I just love the animation, like mm-hmm. how beautiful it was. Like even though like they were blasted up into the sky, essentially, in the like going back to her, her being a princess, and I always remember how like her hand was animated a certain way, and I always loved how delicate it looked and stuff, and they just the femininity of it. That. Absolutely, with the flowing gown and like it just yeah. Well, and I think too part of the reason that it sticks out for me anyway, it yeah. sticks out as being so beautiful and like why I love the way that it's animated is it really was the first big breakout um anime in North America yes targeted for girls yeah and drawn in that style like where it was a relatively common style yeah of Japan like in Japan like that is a common style that you would see it was the first one that really made an impact in yeah. North America yeah. so I had gone in thinking cartoons looked a specific way yeah and it was Seriously. so drastically yeah, different yeah. and it was just like oh you can make it feminine and beautiful and have these like long lines and these yeah. dresses that look like they're flowing in the wind yeah. and yeah. like the way the way that anime like draws the moon oh. yeah and i don't know what it is because every time there is a like moon scene in an anime gorgeous it's always the prettiest yeah. prettiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Even like I think of like Studio Ghibli and the way they draw oh. food and just just draw anything. But I always remember thinking like I want everything they're fucking eating. Yeah. It even, looks delicious, even though it's a cartoon. <laughs> like even um, when they do the 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 food shots in Sailor Moon, I'm like I want it. I want all of it. Yeah, it looks delicious. But just yeah, just be, being okay with being feminine. I think yes. for the long time I felt so like. I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be that way. Like even, but then having like my Sailor Moon tattoo is extremely feminine. It's all the the crystals in in between rose petals. Yeah, it's like that was a a style choice I made because I wanted something like that. Yeah, and, and, it I, is, and it is gorgeous, but it's also like because the like in your tattoo, like the flowers, like they're not bright red. They're they're yeah. dark. They're black, and that gives you a little bit of like you can you can be feminine yeah and have an edge you can be you know long lined and bright colors but still be badass yeah exactly so that's something that i've always kind of kept in my heart for sailing how about you kayla uh so i think i agree with both of your points but for me it was how funny it is yes like it is very difficult to write jokes that land that are funny now to me as an adult that i still found funny as a kid yeah yeah because a lot of things that i found funny as a kid i don't find funny now and things that i find funny now would not have been funny as a kid and there is like a timeless silly fun humor that is at the core of how the story is put together. Yeah. 
that I just, I can't get over it. And I remember coming home and being so excited to watch it. Yeah. Because it was, the story was great and the characters were like related to people and it was beautiful and it was fun and bright, but it was always just like, I cannot wait because I know that I'm going to have a good time yeah. and I'm going to laugh. Yeah. Super funny, super silly. Like it was just, I feel like it hit every major point for a girl in that time where like, it wasn't just one thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it hit a little bit of everything. There was, there was girl power. There was humor. There was a little bit of darkness. There was yeah. some, some very real, um, Stakes and Stakes danger. And, and, yeah, like, you know, and, and they don't really touch on it much, but it's just like, like these are 14-year-old girls running yeah. across the city of Tokyo in the middle of the night in their pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'll always remember finding out that Sailor Moon was 14. Like, I never really yeah. understood how yeah. old she was, and I was like, what the fuck? Makes total sense for how she's acting, because yeah. if you weren't acting this way, I, I don't know I'd what to concerned. say. <laughs> I'd be concerned. But I'll always remember having that, like, I got to watch the final two episodes of the first season on VHS because it was, like, that was the only way I could watch it at the yeah. time. I remember not being able to see what happens at the end with Queen Beryl. And it's, like, having, like, the, the two-part VHS from, like, 3D video. Yeah, way <laughs> back like in the, the day. Way back in the day and just, like, bullying my eyes out. And even now, rewatching it as a 29-year-old, and I'm just, like, bullying my eyes out. Yes. Just, like, Sailor Moon, you could do it. And, and that's where it's, like, like for, for all of its flaws and all of its inconsistencies, like, it does hit you emotionally yeah. at the correct spots. Oh, absolutely. Which, you know, like really great writing, really great done, um, really well done. And, and like having had this conversation and stuff and I'm thinking like, like, yeah, they were super mean to each other. They had their, all of their flaws, but at the same time, I feel like that's also in and of itself a really great life lesson that you don't have to get along with people to work well to a common goal. Absolutely. And I think that it is a great point to pull from that. Yeah. You, you don't have to get along with everybody. You don't have no. to like everybody. But you can still work together yeah. in a cohesive unit and save the goddamn world every three days. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. don't worry about this. I got this. It's fine. Yeah. So I think, feel like, like, there's, yeah, there's definitely, as an adult, there's, like, yeah, opinions. But it still, it still hits the same. I still love it the same. Yeah. You know, like, just because I'm more aware of certain things as an adult doesn't mean that I don't absolutely I will probably watch it again and again and again. Yeah, like it's it is a piece of media that I will continue to go back to for probably my entire life. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So the next big watch of it for me is gonna be showing it to Aria. Which yes. is so special. Yeah. Which I'm so like the idea of getting to watch my eight-year-old experience Sailor Moon for the first time, I, I kind of want to cry. Like, I'm so yep. stoked. Because it is so special. And it's mm -hmm. such a staple of your childhood. And, like, there's so much stuff that, like, it has shaped you as a person. And to share that with somebody else. Yeah. And have it help shape them in some of the same ways. And then, like, that's that's pretty deep in me. Yeah, it's pretty special. It's pretty special. It's pretty special. And it's... You know, it's not something that, like, like if she decides she absolutely hates it, it's like, 
well oh that hurts my heart but it's fine but it's yeah. fine you know you're gonna like what you're gonna like but like just getting to share it with somebody yeah. that like something that you love so much and that you remember you know theme songs and transformation sequences <laughs> and power moves like to this day <laughs> to be able to share that with someone and be like you don't have to like this but like this was a big part of my childhood. This shaped me as a person, and I'm mm. going to share that with you. Yeah. That by itself is special. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to level with you. I am, like, very certain she's going to like it. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. I, yeah, absolutely. But, but just based on, like, what she likes now and, yeah. like, the things that we're watching, like. It's going to be right up. Oh, Arya's, like, powering through Naruto currently. Yeah. Nice. Which is awesome, because it was one that I loved when it came out. Like, yeah. It was great. But so she is powering through it currently. Um, and she is the only poster in her entire room right now is a My Hero Academia poster. <laughs> I, I saw that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and because my kid's a sociopath, her favorite character is Bakugo. <laughs> and if you know, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh good. You are a nightmare. Great. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. Really, really great influence. It's like, it'll be per fine. Perfect. Perfect. Fine. So I have an embarrassing story I want to share. Love it. Here Love it. that. I'm it's, in. It's all about Sailor Moon. Love it. So around the time it came out, I was probably like five or six. That was around the time internet started getting kind of big. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but I am very excited. Well, when I'm a fan, I am a fan. I need to look at everything. Yep. I need to, like, just yep. live in this space. Yep. So, internet's big. I, we get a computer for the first time. I'm Googling Sailor Moon. And I'm looking at all the pictures. I'm so excited. I wanted to join all the fan groups that were happening. And I stumble across this website where it's, like... Serena and Darian. Like I'm in. I want to see Love this. it. Click on the click on the link and it's nothing but anime porn. I was just gonna say porn. There was so much anime <sighs> porn. And it was just like it's... an entire experience for me. My little mind was just like, what is this? It yeah. was like I still remember the images of like the Sailor Scouts in like dripping wet yeah. costumes. With their see throughness. Yeah, no. Yeah, and all yeah. of the other things. The internet is great. And then I got a bunch of ads popping up for porn. Oh, yeah. Forever. And then the computer, computer froze. Yeah. And then your parents and are like, who did this? In tears, crying. Like, what is this imagery I'm looking at right yeah. now? And the only person home is my brother. Awesome. Ten years older than you. Awesome. <laughs> so he's like 16, 17. He knows what's going on in the world. Yeah. I started crying for him. And he comes running up. He's like, what the fuck are you looking at? I'm like, I don't know. I was, I was trying to get out of this website. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to see Tuxedo Mask and Sailor Moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was really just trying to look at Sailor Moon. So literally, yeah. anytime I look up Sailor Moon, I kind of have like a twinge of panic. Yeah. <laughs> In my soul, I'm like, I remember this. Yeah. Well, it's because like, I think you now have like, like a PTSD response to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So That's, I'm always yeah. like, Anytime, I, if I have to look up Sailor Moon, just like if I have a thought in my head, I kind of Google. I'm like looking around. Yeah, is anybody <laughs> behind me? What's going to happen? To be yeah. like, you're looking at, like, I know there's a word hentai. Hentai, yes. Hentai. Don't worry, I know that one. <laughs> I, I was gonna say hentai. I'm like, I don't know if that's. The it's correct. It's correct. Trust me. 
I didn't know for yeah. I didn't know if it was like the tentacle one. Oh, that's a that's thing. thing. That's, 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 that's what thing. I mean. Whole so yeah, thing. so I'm like, I'm always like, please don't let this pop up. Please don't let this yeah. pop up. Definitely the age before like parental locks and shit. Like yeah, completely. That's I don't think my like, mom ever found out. No. Mikey was just like, he unplugged the computer and plugged it back in. It was gone. And I'm just like, I, yeah, it was like, yeah. I don't want you to think I was actually like searching for this. I, I swear this was an accident. <laughs> but that's, yeah. No, I remember. <laughs> oh, for sure. I had pretty, pretty same experience. And then my mom's like panicking because the computer's got a virus. And she's like, who was looking at porn? And I was like, I just wanted to find like, I was just looking like I wanted yeah. to find, you know, a picture that I could print off yeah. and like hang in my room. I'm like, I, was really, I was really just there's like, no filter. Especially there's no t- filter on the internet in the 90s. Well, especially at the time that like, he had to go on the website yeah. to look at the pictures. It wasn't just like Google imagery. Yeah. Well, yeah, like it was, the internet is a wild, wild it is, place. Yeah. It is full of. That's something we'll, we'll Joy, but potholes and darkness. Like, <laughs> I legitimately thought you were just going to say perverts, which is also fair. correct. Totally, totally correct. Yeah. In the deep dark web, for sure. But my innocent little, like, seven year old mind. Yeah. Oh, that was a whole new, like, oh, what are they doing? <laughs> and like, I kind of like the picture, not because of, like, the content, but, like, how it was drawn. Yeah. This, this lady <laughs> was really talented in her <laughs> thing about that is like like hentai porn is like some of it, it's a super fucking violent but, but it's not a necessarily not all of it but like because it's a cartoon they're like oh well, like it's not real so we can do all of this fuck up shit and like it can be cartoon. really aggressive really aggressive real really aggressive and like with no filter on your computer in the 90s Ugh, like yeah oh mm. yeah there definitely yeah. was, I like that that, like, Sailor Moon was your moment for that, <laughs> which is great. Um, I have one that was, like, slightly embarrassing. It's not as embarrassing as that. Thanks. Uh, so I, I'm going to explain to you how I learned what a lemon is in <laughs> fan fiction. This I'm already like yes. So it was like fanfiction.net days. Yep, way back. I, I had very really OG to card capture Sakura. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, one of my friends was like, oh, like there's fan fiction where people like write stories based on these characters. I was like, that sounds amazing. That's my favorite thing. It's, it's this media that I like. And it's reading, which is my favorite thing in the world. Yes. Absolutely. So I was so excited. And I had no point of reference nope. as to like what the filters were, how how to filter out, like how to filter out the ratings or whatever. I was like, yeah, oh, whatever. And I dinner did. comes up, comes up, and I was like, oh, like this is um, a story about Sakura and Chowron. <clears throat> and like the description didn't say anything except nope. for us. Like they were like, oh, like this is after their first date, and they at this like moonlit park and it's like this lovely wonderful thing and they're like it ends with a lemon and I was like I don't get what that means 
Let's learn. Oh, did I <laughs> learn? Uh, for the uninitiated in you, lemon is a older internet term for a written sex scene. Oh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I thought I was gonna watch, like, read this like lovely story about a romantic date, which I got about a page and a half of yeah. before it was about seven pages of, of just, graphically yeah. described porn. Yeah. <laughs> which I mean, I read that now, but that's not the point. I was not yeah. looking for that. It's age like, appropriate for you yeah. now, not then. Yeah, not then at all. So why lemon? Why? why I don't is- know. <laughs> Do you know, or what just, not I think it was, my head. I, I feel like it was just, it was things just a they term. A word so oh, they could okay. yeah. tag it really quickly. It's, you right. know, it's a little spicy, it's a little sour, it's a little bit of, mm, uh, I'm going okay. to look it up right now, because yeah. I'm interested. Google, Google that it's, it's so insane when you, you find those little things at, like, the weirdest times in your life. Yeah. Like, I remember, I think, around Harry Potter, whenever, like, I think when Harry Potter ended, um, the books. Like, Harry and Drago were such a hot topic. Yes. Like, the shipping of it. Oh, and so then many it was, like, people Harry are, like, graphic? Harry and Draco. Me! And like, <laughs> I am! I am a Harry Draco fan! <laughs> and I'm, I'm one of those people where it's like, it's not necessarily for me, but, like, I totally get it. Uh, the I, tension I and the obsession say, between the two of them, like, oh, I, uh, I get it. I am gonna send you... Hopefully I can Please find do. it. Uh, it's called Starts with a Spin, and it is a it is a dreary fic that it. is Chef's Kiss. Love it. Fucking fantastic. I love it. I'm and it starts it. with a spin, and it is based around a party and the uh, whole. And it is like I want to say it's like probably forty-eight to fifty-eight chapters. Like it's this. Wow. Like, it's, a, it's an actual. It's like a full like novel like story. I love those. Those um, are my favorite. And it starts with a game of spin the bottle. Oh, I'm here for it. Right? It's so good. It's so good. Um, One of my, not so much guilty pleasure, but one of those ones where, like, I know that it's not for everybody, but I feel like the pairing intellectually works. Um, Snape and Hermione. Oh. Oh, Not, I, I see why other people are like, that's really weird. But I'm like, no, because she's, they would have died without her. She ran that whole thing. Oh, she they, did. For sure, hands down, they are only alive because of her. She's a fucking genius. And I feel like in, in the whole series, she needs somebody that will match her intellectually. And I feel like out of all of the available characters that weren't going to kill her because she wasn't a pure blood or whatever, like Snape or Remus Lupin. <gasps> Lupin. Oh. You know, I, it is a headcanon in my life. Yep. That, uh, Sirius and Remus totally were together. Lovers forever. And they were working their way back together. Oh, absolutely. I am absolutely. Yep. One of okay. My, one of my favorite moments in the, in the movies. And I came up recently as a, as a meme on my, on my Facebook page was like when they're in the shrieking shack and Sirius is on the floor and he says something about um, an inner monster or being monstrous. And he's like, oh, yeah, you'd know all about that, wouldn't you? And he, like, and Remus is just like, really? Like, you would see it on his face. He's just like, you're going to make that joke now? <laughs> really? Really? It's just this, this, this whole face. The whole face is just like, for real? Yeah. Yeah. 
but I, I just, I love it. Just their whole dynamic is like, you can tell like they're definitely, yeah, they're in love. Absolutely. For sure. Um, so I found, I found the etymological histories of, <laughs> yes. of the term the, the lemon. Term, yes. So the term originally was specific to anime fan fiction, although in the early middle 2000s, it spread to other fandoms as an alternative to just saying porn or slot. Oh, the okay. origin of the term is obscure, but the most common etymology traces it back to the classic hentai anime series, Cream Lemon. <laughs> uh, by way of an early mailing list uh, published for publishing erotic anime fanfic called The Lemon List in, the, in honor of the uh, series. Okay. The term derives from the idea that like a lemon, sexuality looks beautiful and alluring, but when you experience it directly, it's bitter and sour. Interesting. Ta-da! Learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah. And it always gives me a little bit of, like, you can always tell when you're looking through fan fiction and you're trying to find a story, you can always tell, like, the people that have been there forever because they still use lemon. They don't mm-hmm. use not safe for work. They don't use smut or, like, porn with plot. Like, they don't use that. They say lemons. And I'm just like, you've been on fan fiction as long as I have. Yeah. So it's like, I'm automatically going to read that because I know that you're an adult. It really squicks me when I read fan fiction that is smuttier and you can tell that it was an immature view right? from mm-hmm. someone who maybe doesn't... There's nothing that bothers me more than trying to read smut fic by, written by somebody who's never had fucking sex. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> let, let's be real, anybody on the face of the world can tell. Like, this, you know, like, you know, like, this is probably some tiny little 14-year-old girl that has probably started reading her mom's romance novels maybe a little yeah. too early in life, thinking that she totally knows what she's talking about. And I have a hard time with that because yeah. I feel like that's inappropriate. Oh, I don't that's... like this. Yeah. Yeah, there was one fanfic that was reading about Aloy and um, Aaron from... Mm-hmm. Um... I just finished that one. Oh, that'll be a whole other discussion <laughs> another time. <laughs> We're reading one of their fanfics and the person was like, it was smutty and it was like, it was... Like, it started out really good because it wasn't just about the sex, but, yeah. like, it ended up just being all about sex because she was, like, sex crazy in the end. Oh. And I'm just, like, this got really boring really fast and also kind of, like, disturbing. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh. I'm, I'm all for dropping in character, dropping characters in situations that they never normally would be in. But I'm also, like, if you're going to do that, you have to stay true to the character itself. And that's mm-hmm. the thing is like it completely changed her character. It's yeah. Like, oh yeah. no. It, it's one thing like like sex pollen fixer a thing, and it's like it's one thing to have that be a thing and to drop them in this way because all of a sudden hormonally out of control. Sure, but but their thought to... processes and the, the the values of their character, like you still have to write that as them as them. You just have to write them as like what the fuck is going on. And because... the interesting part about like sex fix specifically and the reason that some of them are very good is because I like to watch how characters that and like how these characters would as themselves rationalize the aftermath of those things yes and so you can't just like stop at the end of the sex like I need to know how they feel about it yes you have to go into the aftermath because the whole basis of the sex call and fix is like that's pretty dubious consent wise absolutely because there's no control that's not to say that this is, like, it's a rape fic, it's all this awfulness. No, yeah. no, no, not at all. But if if you're going to do what you have to do, an aftermath, you have to do a discussion and, and a, like, are you okay? Am I okay? Yeah. What do we need to be okay? Because this is not a small thing. No. 
We got a minute. Yeah. <laughs> As we go from Sailor Moon to Smutty <laughs> Smudge. Which is fine. It's fine. It's the end. Um, I will say, I don't think I could read Sailor Moon Smut. Just FYI. I, um, they are too pure, and I have a hard time with it. I will read Sailor Moon Fluff. Yes. I don't like reading Fluff. That's fair. I don't... I like, like Slice like, of Life for Sailor Moon stuff, or yes. like AUs, where it's like, yeah. can't they just like be a friend group? Yes. Who like is on a cruise? Like I want to read yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like fun. some of like there. There are some like I get what you're saying. Like Sailor Moon, but like they're 14. That's not cool. Yeah. But there are some where it's like set in the future where they're married and they have a family and you know maybe they're not as happy. Like I like those ones just for the internal dynamics because right. I would love to see Sailor Moon at 26. What does that look like? Fair. Where yeah. are their lives? All right, we are. Uh, Bye. Bye. So that was a very awkward because we ran out of time. Bye! So I think we are just very quickly going to wrap up. Yeah. I want to say thank you so much for coming and having this conversation with us. I have Great. been looking forward to this for a month. <laughs> it's been, I've been talking nonstop about how like I fucking love Sailor Moon. It was a staple of my childhood. I started my rewatch. I'm reading my manga. I did Sailor Moon Crystal. And so like when we were talking about it over Facebook and yes, like all of this yeah. stuff and they're like, Oh, you guys should come on the show. And I'm like, I've been like preparing oh, for this. Like <laughs> I've been looking shit up on Wikipedia. I've been, I've been looking at timelines and, oh, and, this and that. researching. Yes. Which it's, is great because yeah. it's awesome to have somebody who is yeah. super passionate about I the subject. I'm, I'm, such, I'm such a nerd. I am not ashamed to be like, yeah. Fucking love yeah. it. Yeah. Stop saving money anytime. Not ashamed. Not ashamed. No. It's fantastic. Yeah. You can't make me. It's <laughs> not possible. It's not possible. I like. I have a Sailor Moon makeup bag. I have keychains. I think somewhere I still have the Moon Rod. <gasps> Are you fucking kidding me right now? In in a box somewhere. I'm pretty sure. <gasps> if you ever find it, you have to take a picture and send it to us. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I need it. I, I need. I, because that was, so I dressed up as Sailor Moon. Yes. For Halloween once. You have seen the photos. I have seen the photos. With the worst wig that was ever created. I'm almost positive I still have that wig in the costume box of my mom's house. And if I can find it, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Dress up time. (laughs) No. I love it. But I didn't have the moon rod, but could not find one. But so it was also, just me and my fucking ten cent dollar store wig over top of your <laughs> snowsuit with well, your awful. Oh, because it's the Yukon. Yeah. You have to wear a snowsuit. It's oh. forty below. But it's also been nice to have someone else join us and like be just as giddy. I would, I would do this anytime, you guys. Like this yes. is a good. Well, time. if you have another topic that you want to come on and talk about, yeah. you just let us know. I'm honestly, I'm a little disappointed that I missed the fan fiction one <laughs> because <laughs> if anybody knows me, I get super depressed, and when I get depressed, I can't read. A book like no. I can't do Dracula. I can't like I can't right. read any of my staples because it's just too much thought. Fan fiction. I read nothing but fan fiction when I'm depressed, which honestly and I is like all the time. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. So I'm like, with you. I have I have a huge Rolodex in my brain. Like you asked me <laughs> yeah. for recommendations, and I'm just like, I have at least thirty off the top of my head, and I know she doesn't have time to talk about them all, and I know she's not gonna <laughs> read them all before she talks about them. So like. Let's give her a handful and be done with yeah. it. Um, I think that could be a fun, a fun episode. 
to, I, to read. I was gonna say, you know what I think would be a fun, like, do it as like a game show episode Ooh. would be, um, like we would read sections of fan fictions, but take out the character names and yes. see if you can guess yes. contextually who, oh. who it is about, yeah. or yeah. like what the fandom what, what's, is. Yeah, what's the fandom? Who are the characters? That would, that. Part that would two. be fantastic. I mean, yeah, I think that, that, that would we're be definitely great. gonna have to do a fanfics part two. A because uh, there's so much more information there's, that I wanted to talk about. It's everywhere. Oh my god, and it's so underrated. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I would love to do it. But I think that would be fun to do it as like a game. Yeah. Yes. And it would be very interesting. I would be very interested in seeing, like, what you would pick as like your favorite stories or like the authors that you really like because yeah. I would like to see like what writing styles you are drawn to yes. right? versus what it's like oh like what are, what am I into yes or like kind and of I mean it in a not kinky way yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking you guys to like lay out <laughs> what yeah. do you like you, you know yeah. <laughs> again because I continue to, to make faces as if y'all could see me yeah. but I'm just like doing the how you doing Joey move yeah that could be a fun like one day of a filming podcast. I would episode. love. Yeah, that would be great. Or even just like doing like video. a blind reaction yeah. to like. I just want to see what your face is gonna look like. Yes. Yeah, this. yeah. I, do, I, <laughs> I appreciate that. that. That'd be the greatest. So, what's really funny about this is there is a podcast that I absolutely love because it is the funniest shit I've ever ever listened to, and it is this podcast called My Dad Wrote a Porno. <laughs> <laughs> And so his dad literally wrote a porno. Yes. And so every what? episode, they read a little excerpt, a little, like they read like, like a few pages of the porno. Oh my god! I will show it to you when yes. we're done. It is it's gold. And that's it's what this reminds gold. me of. Absolutely gold. <laughs> Where it's just like, sure. buckle up, people. Yeah, it's gonna get wild. It's gonna get it's it's <laughs> like it hasn't been already. Yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, so it's I this was so great. I apologize for being just. Super out of it. No, at the beginning of the be I I got there. <laughs> we knew you would. We, we said you will rally. It'll be fun. You'll get there. Um, yeah, because I had a long evening the day before, <laughs> and when I say evening, I mean into the morning. Yeah. As in, I got home at ten a.m. and I hadn't been to bed yet. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. No, that would be so fun. Yeah. I'd love to come back and do that again. Yeah, yes. absolutely. We I want to do, like, a, like because we were talking today, like, obscure movies that, like, I don't think anybody has seen. Like, like we were talking about, like, fucking Bartok the Magnificent. And I'm like, is yeah. that a fever dream? Am I the only one that remembers that that was a thing? Yeah. Or, um, that be on like, Disney The Magic Washington? Voyage and No, it, well, like, like that, that like, is a, Disney owns everything. Yeah. But, yeah, The Magic Voyage, which is... I feel like I forgot that that existed until the moment that you started talking about Pico the, the, the Worm. Pico and I was like, the Woodworm. What? Yes. No, it was, <laughs> it was like, it was memory unlocked. And there, there was a series of movies like that that were like animated by the same people and written by the same people, like Patrol in Such a Park and The Magic Voyage. And there's one more that is not coming to me right now. But like just all of these movies that like I remember watching as a kid, The Three Calaveros we were talking about earlier yeah. and like. Yeah, like, was that a thing? Am I the only one that has watched these? So I feel like there was a lot more diversity in animated movies. Yeah. So I would love to talk about that and just, like, seeing the change from there being multiple different studios presenting animated 
things and just multiple yeah. different studios presenting media to really we have like three monoliths of because they have absorbed each other yeah exactly yeah. like and i think that would be fun like kind of game as well to like guess the studio that this came yeah. from yeah because i know we talked about it briefly on the disney episode but like there's so much more that we like a we forgot about <laughs> <laughs> and others it was just like that has to be disney it's like no no, no it's, it's not. not like i promise you it's not can't remember what it was called and now that i'm sitting here and we were talking about the last unicorn am i the yeah. only one there was a live action movie where two sisters and their dad were on a fucking boat and there was a unicorn and there was a dragon oh. with bones or something like i it's not is it a fever dream that i have no, no. because i'm vividly remembering like i'm picturing this movie i want to it was something of a voyage or oh i google man because i I just remember she was dancing on the deck for whatever reason. And then I just, it's just one of those things. Like there's so many movies mm -hmm. out there that I loved and I still remember, but details are unclear. Yeah. Uh, I wish that I had like the opportunity to just like search my brain. Right. Like just, could just, I like just plug in search terms so that it will just find Voyage of the Unicorn. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Yes. That yeah, would, that's that, correct. That would be it. Wow. And there's like a whole bunch of movies so like just in and around that time that are just like they were so obscure. Very obscure. Yeah, like it's yeah. just like that's weird. That's a weird I feel like I I like seeing the the picture, I'm like I kinda remember like, it. Like I feel like way. I I've seen it. I might have blocked it out because I remember it not being good. <laughs> no, it was, it was awful. But that's always my problem where, like, I have such weird taste where it's like, yes, there are some really awesome cinematic movies and they're fantastic and I love them and they're great, but I love shitty TV. Oh, God. I love D-rated movies. They're awful. It's hilarious. I have the greatest time. I literally Googled two daughters, a dad, and a unicorn movie. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. <laughs> And that's like that's the shit that like I wish I, I wish I had a search bar in my brain so that just obscure fucking terms. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like I don't remember the names of anything. Yeah, I remember three I'm... details tops, and they are completely unrelated. Four different times in the movie, not interconnected. Let's see what you got. Yeah, like let's see what we can find out. Yeah. But also, like, we'd love to hear what, what you guys think about Sailor Moon, what was your favorite parts, or something that you wish they expanded on or changed. Yeah, what did you love? What did you hate? What did you think was fucking weird? Yeah, like, I, any, since when I mentioned it earlier, do you have any specific Sailor Moon headcanons? I would love to hear that. I always love to hear, like, what people's headcanons are. Yeah. Um. Also, if you have any suggestions of other series that, specific series that you would like us to, to do a deep dive in kind of like how we've done with Sailor Moon now yeah. let us know I'm full I'm on a research project let's do it well I'm, I'm full on gonna say like if I haven't seen at least a little bit of it well we're probably not doing it because I refuse to start a new thing right now because <laughs> I think like one thing we want to do coming up is the Marvel TV shows yeah that should be fun I know there's that's okay <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's I'm also so controversial. I'm not a Wanda fan. I Is this going to be our civil war, Tony? Oh, <laughs> I, I hope not. I really hope not. I I see why people like her. I'm all for it, but I'm she's just, she's not your thing, which is fine. I, yeah. I have I have deep feelings about her origins. Well, mainly only in the Marvel movies as they are. Right. I've got feelings about how that happened. 
There's, yeah. but I think that that is a lot of that the issue with her connection to the X Men and X Men not. Yeah, it's no. It's Comic book wise, yeah. completely Con- different story. There's so many different origins for all of these characters. Yeah, it's contract my, issues yes. is your problem. Yes, my current problem is presented in the movie and how she was going to end the fucking world, but then all of a sudden she's an Avenger. She was a Nazi experiment. She knew what she was getting into. And then all of a sudden she's a superhero because she didn't want to die with the rest of the world. And I have feelings. Fair. Yeah. Fair. We will. We don't have to get into it. I just, we will come to the discussion. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about a good redemption story. I feel like she really picked herself up in some ways. We'll have, you, we'll just... have you on as a special uh, review. Oh, once for sure. Loki. Anytime. Loki's Anytime. done. I got to watch Loki because I'm a big fan of Loki. Yeah. I, I love his energy. He's so fucking cool. Oh, uh, well, that's because. Uh, based on stills, because I also have not seen uh, Loki yet. I moved and my Disney Plus hasn't been set up, so I haven't watched it. Um, it's like, oh yeah, that's because he is a bisexual switch, and I have that yep. same energy. Cha- yes. cha- yeah, chaotic. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Which I always laugh when people are like, well, it just seems like they're not like committed to any single idea. It's like, yeah. They're a bisexual switch. That's, that person has never point. made a decision in their life. No, that's that's the whole yeah hallmark of their personality. Yeah, that they're just like they're yeah. chaos because they can't decide on a single thing, which I relate to as an extremely unreliably indecisively person. <laughs> you like, I was actually I was talking to a lady at, at work about how like I just like I just don't want to make the choice. I'm sorry. Like I I don't care. Someone else can decide what we have for dinner. Someone else can decide what we're doing, what movies we're watching. I don't give a shit. Yeah. It is too much energy to try and decide that crap. Yeah. So if it's up to me, I'm going to read a book. Like (laughs) (laughs) That actually just reminds me of when we were getting ready to go to the store before we sat down to record, we went and got like snacks and drinks and stuff to make dinner. I was so hungover. I'm surprised that anybody talked to me because I was basically a zombie walking around my own home. Trying to, it was not so hard. Yeah, it's just like I couldn't, couldn't even. But there was the three of us, my partner and my daughter, and every single person was like, "We're like, well, what do you want to eat? Well, I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. Where do where do we? I'll eat anything. Oh, I'll eat anything. anything. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, we have five indecisive (laughs) people trying trying to make make a decision, decision, and nobody will commit. Which is normally what I would be the person to hop in and be yeah. like, J- I can't deal with, yeah. this is too much stress. That but not today. Not I was today. not in the headspace to be the mom friend. Yeah, because- Kayla walked away and I was like, Superstore, let's just go to Superstore. Yeah. <laughs> so Felicia popped in. Thank God, Superstore. Yeah, yeah and that was uh, the worst part of it. Everybody's trying to like have a conversation about it. I was like, I need to walk away. Yeah, and I literally no. just walked away. Yeah. Down the hallway. Bye. Yeah. I'll return when you know what we're doing. Chips yeah. and dip? Cool. Let's go back. Yeah, that's, that was our starting point. Superstore chips and dip. That was, that was it. Step one. Step one was deciding we're getting in the car. Yeah. We're going to the store. Because yeah. literally before I came over, I'm like, are we going downtown at all? She's like, yes, we can. I'm like, that, that was... Not, a- not the question. <laughs> yeah. Close. In the ballpark. Oh, Doesn't answer my question. God. I apologize. I realize I was around for it and it was only a few hours ago, but I'm sorry. (laughs) You made it through, though. Yeah, like we're here now. I'm engaged. Yeah. Had a good time. I love it. So much fun. All right. As always. 
I definitely, yeah, it's always a good time. Uh, not that I don't, we're obviously going to continue yeah. talking. Yeah. But I think we should stop recording our conversation because this episode <laughs> is now about two hours. Yeah, it's like an hour and 45 now. No, it's more. Uh, and I don't think you need to hear us talk for very much longer. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Tony, again for coming in. Yes. This has been an thank absolute you for inviting me. I'm so stoked to have been a part of it. Yeah. High fives. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I was like, we did the high five and I left my hand up and Felicia's just sitting there staring forward. <laughs> No, I was like looking at Tony, like, am I, what's happening? We did not plan like this. So we're in a line on the couch. If we were in a circle, we could do like a group high five. No, but me and Kayla just reached across. (laughs) Let's just high five immediately in front of Felicia's face. You're not included. None for granted. Yeah. (laughs) Felt that way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much for tuning in. Have an awesome day, night, morning, wherever you're at. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, sure did. We yeah. had a great time. A little and little uh, stay nerdy. Always. Bye. Bye.